What's up, guys? Welcome back to the final for now episode of Kind of Funny's John Wick in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the John Wick universe. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the big dog, Kevin Coelho. <laughs> the nitro rifle, Andy Cortez. Joey gets it. <laughs> Did Andy hear me? Yeah, he's, he's pretending he's frozen. He's, he's pretending he's frozen, frozen guys. I can see his dog moving in the background. Yeah. His dog? <laughs> Andy's dog? What the fuck's his happening? Chest, his chest going up and down. I can see it. I think I'm... he's frozen. No, he's <laughs> pretending, Joey. Look, he's trying not to laugh. Look at him. Look at him fight it. Look at him fight it. <laughs> we have Christmas to January. Joey Noel. What show is this, you guys? What is happening today? <laughs> the producer, Stop producer, Nick Scarpino. Top Don't of the laugh. evening to you, Tim. Don't laugh, Andy. What's going on? He's holding Wait, still. Can you hear Andy? No. Uh, he's, he's not looking like he's talking. He's not looking like he's moving. So uh, <laughs> His camera's not even loading. His lips are moving, guys. Oh, he's gone. He might be frozen. He might have Let's been frozen, see. actually. Oh, wow. no. oh, no. Guys, don't tell him we talk that much shit about him when he comes back. Should we restart? I feel like if that was the case. <laughs> I could have sworn I saw his lips moving. But I, I just, just want every... Kevin, I want you to know that uh, uh, if, if Andy does come, ahead. come back. Can move if Andy does come back, uh, him being frozen and not being here will not be the worst thing about this intro. Uh, that will, in fact, be you when I interview you. You still pause way too long, and then mm-hmm. you just respond with some type of hat cough sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's cold outside. It's I, I, yeah. I, I let myself kind of go, and that's what came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, yeah, don't, yeah, put, yeah. don't put his creativity in a box. Let his creativity Thank fly you. like a soaring bird. Thank you, Nick. I've been saying it for years, Kevin. You and me oh, start, to, internet's start restart- cuddling. Cuddlers are us, and it's me and Kevin, and we no, just get you're ourselves just gonna, out there. You're going to keep really saying gonna that you're going to pimp me out. You're going to keep saying no, that. No, we're gonna, I'm not going to pimp you out. I'm going to help manage your career aspirations. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Co- Here we go. But are you Guys, taking a it. cut of the money that Kevin's making? Joey, we're going to negotiate this later. 15 20% is my cut. Standard. <laughs> the standard fare That's for the actually pretty industry. good for a pimp. Pretty good not for bad. a pimp. Isn't it normally yeah. like 50 I don't yeah. know, Joe. I've never been a pimp before. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and Listen. gentlemen, like I said, this is kind of funny. John Wick in review. Uh, each and every week well. here on YouTube.com slash kind of funny, we get together to review and rank movies and franchises. We do it twice a week. Currently, we're doing John Wick and the Edgar Wright movies. But now that we're done with John Wick after this episode... We will be starting a new franchise next week, and there's been a lot of hype. There's been a lot of questions of what we're going to do. There was a whole bunch of in-review franchises that uh, we hit our thermometer goals for in January that we'll be getting to, but we're not going to be getting to them quite yet because there's been some fun stuff going on oh, here. Kev, can you please bring up the intro for yeah, what we'll begin yeah. next week? I'm not going to lie. Hold on. Give me one second because Andy being out has messed up a couple. There we go. That's really cool. It is really cool. Can they hear it? Because we is didn't hear music? it. I can't hear it. Yeah. All right, guys. I need you to pretend that you could hear it. You know, be excited. Okay. That sounded... But did they hear it? Did they yeah, hear it? Yeah. That's oh, really they, they heard, absolutely heard it. Yeah. Yeah. And that well, sounds fantastic. So Welcome freaking to kind good. of funny, everybody. This is great. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones in review is happening. And guess what? There was one 
amazing reveal that I'm about to make. Similarly to how Joey joined us for this here John Wick. Blessing at AOEA Jr. Yes. will be joining us for Ooh. Indiana Jones yes. in review. All It'll right. be his first time watching the movies ever. It'll be my first time watching any of them completely. So I am extremely excited about this I proposition and adventure. So excited for you, Tim. Mm-hmm. And I, I know uh, the thing is, you've seen it before. You've, you, I, you don't think you have, but I'm sure you've seen them all the way from parts. You, have, you know, you said that before, but I can't wait for you just to experience the glory that is Raiders of the Lost Ark from start to finish. And then we'll get through the second one. And then the last crusade, baby, it's on. So yeah. Great. Yeah, and then four. And, uh, oh, no. We're not watching. Are we watching four? I, we're not. Watching I've heard four, great right? things about Shia LaBeouf, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, we'll see how this actor. goes. Good actor. Oh, no. Yeah. The I'm boof. excited to already watch the these boof. movies, Tim. The boof a lot Yeah, the boof. To be fair, to be fair, and no future spoilers, but um, Shia LaBeouf mm. is not the spoiler. worst part of the like fourth one. Spoilers. It's not the worst part of the fourth one. Do you one. not? Kate Blanchett tried her hardest. Hardest, right? Dude, Kate Blanchett is great. Thank you. Just like Thank Kevin's you. mouth did with Kate Blanchett's name. <sighs> this is in review for the Names third time. Uh, we do it every week. There's two, like we said. This might be the best or worst intro. Actually, you know what? No, I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to dignify it with, with either extremes. <laughs> it is honestly just an intro. It's kind yep. of funny. Yep. Uh, but today, I'm just going to get into it as Andy eventually comes back. Today, we are talking about John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Now, Nick Scarpino, let me ask you. Yes. What does parabellum oh. mean? Parabellum means prepare for war is what that means. Parabellum. So you're very smart. In what? In Latin, I believe. And they say yeah, that. I know it's Latin because they say in Latin as he's talking, <laughs> if you want peace, prepare for war, which is go. like so the thing you should say when you're about to sit back and have a brandy and let other people fight your battle for you. It's the coolest thing ever. Uh, so the title Parabellum comes from the Latin phrase Civis Passum Parabellum, which means if you want peace, prepare for war. So Parabellum just means the prepare for war part, yeah. which is mm-hmm. fucking awesome. On, it is man. also an alternate name for the ubiquitous 9mm handgun cartridge, the 9mm Parabellum, That's so which fun. is oh. so extra fucking cool for That's this movie. So uh, it has Layers. a runtime of two hours and 11 minutes once again directed by chad stahalski uh the director chad stahalski crafted the film's big set pieces around keanu reeves skills one of reeves skills is horseback riding that's amazing <laughs> so huh. literally he interviewed keanu or talked to keanu was like all right we've done a lot with you we've done a, a lot of dope action scenes are there any things about you i don't know he's like well i can ride a horse real well and he's like cool nailed it <laughs> we're gonna do it i'd have been like first off how did why i not I know, know that, know that? Yeah. <laughs> why don't i know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you got to love it. Released on May 17th, 2019, uh, with a budget of $75 million and a box office of $326.7 million, which was way higher than they expected. Uh, I was looking at a bunch of uh, projected first weekend results for it, and it like knocked them out of the park. It was like double of anything. So that's a good sign for this franchise. They announced the fourth one like immediately that weekend. Of course. Uh, but yeah, so this is it. John Wick, Chapter 3. Andy, let's start with you. What'd you think? Um, this time around, dug it a lot more since me and Nick didn't watch it in the theater <laughs> with a homeless man that smelled two feet away from eating us. Eating a burrito, like right? Next to you. Yeah, no, he, was he, eating, he, he was eating food he was eating. and, and the, was, the whole, the whole ah. aura. He was la- he la- Every line is funny. He la- every line is funny. But the whole, the whole like just vibe in the room was just it was smelly super tense it was yeah it was really stinky um this time really really dug it i 
for some reason the first time around i wasn't really feeling a whole lot of the halle berry scenes i thought it kind of i thought that whole sequence slowed the movie down a bit but i don't know for some reason this time around i just dug the shit out of it i thought her i i mm-hmm. Concentrated a bit more on on the fight choreography of her scenes. Love them. Braun making an appearance, fantastic. Hell yeah. I don't I don't really know yeah. where this movie goes so far in my rankings, but it's still just a really really damn good third movie where the second and third movie in franchises shouldn't be this good, and it, it still is. So I, I really really dug it. Joey, I feel like this is probably like the fifth or sixth time that I've seen this movie, and nothing ever. Even seeing it that many times, I'm never prepared for how crazy the action is, especially right off the bat at the beginning of this movie. It's I feel like the whole time and I remember this in theaters too, like audibly reacting to things and not being able to control that within myself because it's so (laughs) gruesome and in your face. And even last night I had like had my sweatshirt covering. I was like, this is a lot. And I love it. I feel like it's funny. Like Kevin and I were talking a little bit about it because we watched it last night. And I don't know. It's just something about how like. Every time there's like a new fight sequence, like whether it's the knives thing or uh, the horses stuff, it's like, oh, there's like still like we haven't even gotten to the dogs or like the thing at the Continental at the end. Like there's so many like really, really good action sequences in this movie that I feel like it's it's just like a really, really fun ride. You start sensing the formula, Joe, of like, okay, we've seen horses, we've seen dogs, we've seen knife fights. What's next? Like, we saw a little bit of an underwater sequence. Are we going to get a full mm-hmm. underwater sequence? Are we going to get fight in space? It becomes like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Where else can they escalate this? What other yeah. avenues have we not seen yet? Uh, you know, fighting with vegetables, maybe. Who knows? One Who day. knows? Who knows? Kevin. I really enjoy these movies. This movie, God, it, the action is so good. It's so over the top, 10 out of 10. Like, when they get out and they're trying to protect the continental and like these guys come in and are fucking bulletproof bulletproof yeah but he's still getting in there opening the the mask or moving their face so they can shoot him in the face and then they get the giant slugs and it's just like oh now no fuck your bulletproof we can shoot through it oh it's so (laughs) all of the action in this movie yeah all in the action the the action in these movies it's it's phenomenal and like they figured out a way to rash up that hallway fight scene in the first uh, first little sequence when he's running away, it's incredible. The 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 violence and intensity of it is like an eleven on the scale of ten. You know, gotta love it. It's good stuff. Nick, Tim, four words: dogs to the dick. When you yeah. were talking last week, I hope I get some dog action. I was like, oh, just you wait, homie. Not Still didn't one, get not it. Twice. What? Oh well, not with his dog. That but was dude, what I was looking dog. for. You, you it was dope as fuck. You, <laughs> that wasn't gratifying enough. You no, were an impossible man it, to please. No, Halle no, Berry no, orders no, two German shepherds right to the crotch. They like they like laser strike the crotch of these yeah, poor guys. That's what they're going for. Take them the off their toes. Going for. The, the moment one that where ran, the one that ran up forty up feet, the fucking wall. Oh my <laughs> god, so incredible. Do you remember? Oh my god, that's so cool. One question about that. Do you remember that like there there was a video they came out of? There was a gif or something on like them doing it with the dog in real life. Like the yeah. dog could actually do that. Yeah. Friggin' insane. That's, that's terrifying. Um I, I mean I'm echoing all these sentiments, right? The the, the only yeah. the thing I love about this is they're doing sort of they're world building, right? And and Halle Berry coming in and having and them getting an actress of her caliber to just do that kind of like 
she's not really in that mood that much of the movie, right? She's what, 20 minutes of the movie and coming in and they have that great scene together where she's like, I fucking hate you. You got to get out of here. And then she spits in the water when it's all done and sends him off to his death. All those little elements are just so fun for world building. And the fact that they keep challenging themselves over and over again to come up with new action set pieces, different, different places and different ways to kill people. I just, I, I love it. The only really super disappointing thing to me, Tim, is that the first movie is called John Wick. Cool. Second movie, John Wick Chapter 2. And they're kind of, Tim, they're fixing this plane as it's in the air. They're like, totally. what if we started putting some <laughs> subtitles on these? So, Or not subtitles, what are they called? John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. What happened to John Wick 2? How come that didn't get a cool title? What's up with John Wick? Like, let's go back and retroactively give those cool titles. I would like to call it John Wick Chapter 1, I Murder Everyone. <laughs> yeah, okay. John Wick It's not just a dog. There was I really left. murder every. Yeah, I, killed killed some, I, killed I also people. like my yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. John, number two should be I. Uh, I kill 116 people in this one. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, Tim, I'd <laughs> like to add one. one note because this this movie yeah. is not without its blemishes. Originally, when I watched it, I absolutely despised every line that Halle Berry uh, had. Where I just thought like her acting was way like I. I she was ham fisting in it. The whole time. Rewatch it Can I now. I say something because Keanu Reeves isn't good. Can you? You sound, you sound dumb right now. I, I just because Kevin, I thought the same thing. I thought you know what? I didn't love Halle Berry's performance in, in the first time, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, but Keanu's not good either. But he's Keanu. I, like you know, it's anyways, just one of those re- things. Rewatching it, it's very short, and it's one of those things. Knowing that it's going to end quickly, I was kind of okay with. So. Yeah, I, I didn't really have any issue with her acting at all. But something that I thought was cool, fact-wise, is uh, the director warned Halle Berry about how much that she would have to train for this. And she was like, I want to do it. I want to limit the stunt people as much as possible. I want to be the one doing it. And she Hell said, yeah. I, I never worked harder for a film role in my entire career. Uh, there's nothing I wanted to do more than to prove that women of my age can do exactly what we want to do. Age doesn't define us. I think she proved that. She I think the action was really when cool. when she shot this. Yeah. The action she did everything, really right? Cool. She had to do the dog stuff too, right? Like she had yeah, to train yeah, yeah, just, figure out how to train dogs yeah. and shit. I just pulled yeah. a, a, I mean, a video up. A I, I ago think with this that. was obviously an intense feat of just strength and athleticism, and you know, sheer will of her doing all these stunts on her own because it looked really believable and looked great. But remember, she had to eat cat food in the Catwoman movie. Let's not. Yep. Let's not forget about that. Okay, that was like I think her biggest test of Andy. One day when you when you play yourself in the role of Andy and the kind of funny movie, you're going to have to stay up all night and play Call of Duty with me. And it's going to suck, but you're going to do it because that's what the director asks. That's what it, yeah, that's when you need to do that. Yeah. Uh, for me, this one was interesting because it going into it, it was definitely the most hyped one where like it feels like everyone was like, this is the one we got to get to. And in a lot of ways, I really understand that. I think that the action is at its best for sure. I think that uh, similar to number two, there is a plentiful amount of action scenes that are all unique as hell and kind of ratchet up perfectly as we go on. And, and you guys have already said it, but it's like. I love the idea of, okay, cool. Here's a pool. What can we do with the pool? Okay, here's some dogs. What can we do with some dogs? What can we do with this? What can we do with that? Like that's kind of John Wick at its core of what the franchise is, is what's the coolest thing we can do with a pencil? And uh, I think this movie nails that uh, throughout the entire thing. But I will say that the world building, I think, is is really hitting a point that, in my opinion, is starting to work against itself. I'm still all in, and I still fucking love this shit. But I think between these three fucking awesome movies that are now in my all-time faves – between the three, there are two 10 out of 10 movies, but no one of the three kind of have all those elements together oh, in saying. one. Yeah. 
And um, I think with that, it's it's not so much that like, oh, the runtime's long or there's like wasted space. It's kind of just the pacing of storytelling and pacing of world building. I, I complained a lot last week about not really liking the decision to um, shoot the dude in the Continental. Mm. And I fully stand by it because I think as epic as it is to have all the assassins against him, watching the plot of this movie, I kind of feel like they wrote themselves into a corner to have this cool moment. But then by the time we get to the end of it, it's just like, it feels like all the rules are out the window that we set up. So at some point, it's the world was only built to be torn down to then kind of be rebuilt again. Yeah. And that's cool. That's fun. I can't wait for chapter four. I can't wait to oh, see what yeah. they do, taking the fights at the high table and all that stuff. Like, that's cool. But uh, it just kind of bums me out where uh, number one set up such like perfectly immaculate rules for the world. And I, I do feel like two and three kind of like jumped the shark. But guess what? I'm super down with that when it results in these amazing act, amazing action scenes and characters and dopeness. And a huge missing element of this movie, John Leguizamo. Where the fuck yeah. was he? You know? <laughs> kind Sad. of a bummer. I mean, maybe I that's what chapter four. It would be John Wick chapter four. Where the fuck is John Leguizamo? That's the, we gotta that's know. the subtitle. Yeah, that's the subtitle. subtitle. But in last, I, I kind of, I don't necessarily, disagree. I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with you, Tim. I am glad that in this one, though, I was worried going into it. What, what's going to be the next thing? Who's going to be the next big bad? And that's why I'm glad that they introduced like the adjudicator and kind of being the, I guess the messenger and kind of the person who makes the rules and says, you're being shut down. You can't be here anymore. I, I kind of liked, I kind of liked them being the, the person that uh, the, the movie's going against. Right. And I was always worried about, how high can this get escalated to? And it reminds me of every Mission Impossible movie where there's always a bigger bad. There's always a higher person on top of the higher table. There's an even higher table in this one now. And I love that it above. keeps on getting. I, 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 I do like that it keeps getting up because I was worried about, like, who are we going to, who, who's to be feared in this universe now? Like, what is John Wick actually going to be scared of going into part three and then subsequently part four? And I don't know. I think I think we got it. And I love that it's not that it, it wasn't this this big brooding presence. Uh, it, it was the adjudicator just like using rules and using kind of, uh, I guess, politics in a way to kind of, you know, say, no, you can't do this anymore. I'm shutting your ass down. Oh, what are we going to do about Wick? And then the homeboy's like, all right, we just got to kill him then. Like, I, I, I kind of like those turns. And I feel like the best was done with what they had. Because I don't disagree with you. They were kind of painted into a corner, but I still think that they made it a really nice-looking corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's corner. interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm in agreement. Like, I, I, I think that the the plot obviously is secondary in these movies and i think to echo what tim said earlier like the creativity really is in the action sequences and it's the only movie that you'll ever hear me say i swear to god the writers sit in a room and throw darts at a board and then laugh and then make something amazing from it because normally that's the old trope right you got monkeys throwing a dart at a board and trying to figure out what the story beats are going to be but for this they somehow do manage to keep my interest and i do want to know how john's gonna i mean they're they're going to war with the high table i i want i want him to to team up with Lawrence Fishburne. I don't believe that Winston's not on his side. I think Winston knew oh, he was wearing can't. that jacket and like, and knew he would survive that fall. I, how that, I have no how, idea. Yeah, like that's he the thing. comically felt, but he he doesn't seem surprised when John's gone, and he doesn't sure, seem like. But like and, and also, I I we desperately need more from Jason Mitsukis in this. Like that yes. guy, that guy, <laughs> he's yeah. just criminally. Uh, you want to talk about John Leguizamo being criminally underused in the third one? Come on, man. 
bring that guy back. With you his, can't put with Jason Mantukas in this movie and have him on screen for a total yeah. of 12 seconds. We need Come more on. of him, man. He's good. I want I'd rather to... have less want... of him yeah. than too much too of him. Much. <laughs> no, dude, I want I want him to be the character he was in Dirty Grandpa, where he runs the liquor store and he also sells guns and pot out of it. He's <laughs> fucking great. That <laughs> would fit right I, in. I guess we hit a point in the movie, um, in the storytelling, where whenever I felt we were going to hit a roadblock, I was worried about what they were going to give us as the solution. And I think one of my favorite movies is, well, this place is deconsecrated. Hey, Winston, do I still have access to services? As far as I'm concerned, yes, you do, Mr. Wick. Uh, that's the coolest moment in this movie. Going back into the room, gearing up, uh, I'm going to need guns, lots of guns. Like, all of that. It just it yeah, it's here. worth all it. it's worth it. Oh, it's, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I mean, totally. And, it, and let's be honest, it's it's loose, right? They need they well, like oh, we painted him in a corner. What do we do now? Oh, we have to have this thing come in. Cool, throw this new rule out. There's an elder. There's a high table. There's this. There's that. All of these armored, things are just armored kind of, bad guys. Now these yeah. guys are harder. Why to the beat. hell these not? Are, this is and new game plus. You know, and normally I would tear <laughs> that. You know me, my pretentiousness, and the, I would tear that level of like set up and pay off, I would tear it apart because I'd be like, this is not how you write a compelling story. But again, the focus of this is the fact that we, A, love the John Wick character, we love Keanu Reeves, and they're just so creative with, all, with the action so sequences good. that you just buy in and you're like, cool, what else is next? I mean, Lawrence Fishburne's alive? Great, sure, why not? Why? Why? How, of course he survived getting cut <laughs> seven times by, uh, by Zero, which is the coolest name for a character ever. And I have That's to imagine, Andy, when you saw that guy on screen, did you start laughing? Do you know who uh, that guy Mark, is? Mark Dukakis. Yeah. Only the strong. <laughs> Did you start laughing? Only the strong. I fucking love him, dude. Oh, Absolutely. So I, had to go, I had to re-Google him just to kind of mm -hmm. brush myself up. on. And like, well, first off, why is his name spelled weird? And I not have no idea. It? His I name is spelled like Dukaskos or some yeah. shit. It's yeah. really D-A-C-A-S-C-O-S. Yeah. But it's Mark Dukakis, the, uh, the the cooking, the guy on the... Um, the Iron the Chef America. Show. Iron Chef America. Um but he's also what me and Nick know him best as the lead of Only the Strong, which we he, definitely do in the review of. He Absolutely. he introduced uh, Capoeira, Capoeira to America, as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Because for when I got introduced to Eddie Gordo and Tekken, I said, "Oh, that's the Mark Dukakis movie, Only the yep. Strong." That's great awesome. Movie. I love that. Great movie. Classic. That's great. It, this movie reminds me a lot of uh, Fast Eight: Fate of the Furious, yeah. where. It's one of those things where it is so gone, so far gone from what the franchise used to be. And the concept of it is like, okay, Vin Diesel's going to turn on the family. And you're mm -hmm. like, all right, well, that sounds cool as fuck, but how the fuck is it going to work and how are you going to make that believable? And they're like, honestly, don't worry about that part. Because <laughs> They're like, we're not worried about making it believable. <laughs> there's there's going to be a scene where it's it's Vin Diesel in a car and the five cars are around him and they're all going to tether to him and he's going <laughs> to somehow destroy them all. Yeah. And uh -huh. it's gonna be the coolest fucking thing ever. And it's like... This movie is that scene, but for the entire fucking movie. And My with car worked out more than yours. Can't really be mad about this. Nick, what's up? Uh, Tim, can we also have a scene in that movie you're writing, Fast 8, where they just throw cars at people from a parking Zombie garage? cars. Zombie yeah, cars, okay, yeah. Cool. Let's, mm -hmm. Fuck, I'm in. Let's in it. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It, you're, it's the same fun factor, right? It's let's have fun. Let's not worry too much about the re any sort of rules of reality. And let's just make a fun, dumb, ridiculously beautifully shot action film. And, like, the set pieces in this – for crying out loud, like, I'm like, the first time I saw three, and he goes up to the glass room, I was like, didn't they use that room already? And yeah. then I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. That was the mirror room. Now we're in the glass yep. room. <laughs> totally, and then when, when he goes to the spa, I was like, wait, is that the spa from the red room? And I'm like, no, 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 that's this is in the continental. Red room's not in the continental. There's no possible way. But it doesn't matter because they all look exactly the same. Yep. Who cares? One of the dudes shoots a little the, – the poor guy in the water shoots and his poor bullet goes super limp. And John yeah, just kind of so like swims awesome. over to him and just <laughs> bah, bah, bah. 
Come on. I, I love the I love those popcorn. breaks. In Shut action. your brain off. I turn love those breaks in action, man. Let's yeah. let's turn the music down, give you a weird sort of auto audio change. It's it's so sick. But I think also the reason I like this one specifically, we had criticisms last week that bet too much of it was talking, too much of it was posture uh, posturing and and these big long monologues and all these things. This movie is nonstop action with the exception of like the moment where he's walking through the desert like Lawrence of Arabia. But other than that, it is just like, it's so much weird action moment, that I forget how everything is. I mean, Kevin was like, oh, that cool, the beginning of this. I don't remember the beginning of this movie. I, I don't remember how it starts. <laughs> I think there's a motorcycle at some point, but it doesn't matter because at one point he kills a guy with a horse's hind legs. No, 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 no not, not, not at one great. point. Not at one point. Multiple at points. Multiple points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Uh, yeah, let's get to it. Can we do the backup vocal? It's time for the plot. It's time for the plot. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Plot. No? You did. Immigrant song. That was perfect. John Wick. John Wick. There you go. Perfect. John Wick, chapter three, Parabellum. He shot my dog. Get it. Guns, markers, <laughs> cool music. This is the title sequence of John Wick Chapter 3. It's raining in New York, raining bullets. <laughs> Not really, though. He's got an hour left, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we finally figure out how uh, Lance Reddick's character's name is uh, pronounced because Winston says it's Sharon, I believe, is how they pronounce it. So we're going to be saying that for the rest of uh, the next two movies. Uh, Jason Matsukas checks out his dope-ass gold Rolex Daytona and tells John not to dilly-dally. And I love those moments. Uh, John's hour is almost up, so he pays a cab driver to take his dog to the Continental. Sorry, Tim. And heads to the no, library. No, hey, real, real talk, though? It's like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah, why fuck, did you introduce they, this dog? If you're dumb. just going to sideline him instantly every fucking movie. And mm -hmm. then you have other dogs be badasses? Way cooler dogs. I don't know, man. I don't know. Tim, you have to train a dog, okay? It doesn't just uh, go every, from... Every... He can't just fly a dog to Morocco. Like, that's too much it's competition. Tough. And also, it's just too much risk. I don't want to... Like, the whole time I'll be thinking, I hope the dog's okay. I don't want to think right? about that, Tim. Me too. Give me and some also, dogs the dog that I don't so care about when, they they when the dog's sitting there smiling, it looks so fucking cute. I know. Shmeemies. Uh John heads over to the library where he asks for a Russian folktale uh, about Alexander's Olabalalalas. And then when he gets the mm. book, it's filled with a picture of his wife, some coins, uh, and an old marker that's not his, uh, and a old strain, strand of rosary beads, I think. Uh, then... This really big motherfucker comes over to kill him, but time's not there. And the guy's like, hey, an who's going to know? An enormous man. So a basketball player? That's Boban Marjanovic, former San Antonio Spur, former Dallas Maverick. He was a fan favorite in San Antonio. He still is. Whenever he goes back, the crowd loves him. He's just a gentle-ass giant. Uh, he's just, he's a fucking. I mean, he didn't seem very yeah, gentle right there. He's mad. Like, no. he, they, the awesome photos of, of different people interviewing him, shaking his hand. Uh, there's a really, really great photo that kind of went viral on Twitter where uh, for some pre post game press conference, that was an interviewer just shaking his hand and the man's hand was the size of the interviewer's whole forearm. Like it was it was pretty insane. Pretty <laughs> it insane. reminds I love this because I mean, it has nothing to do with this, but I love this because it reminds me of Jaws from um, the eight, this late 70s and early 80s Roger Moore movies, the Bond movies. And this guy just plays this so well where he's. Barely pulling off the scene, Andy. But then when there he starts is. just ping ponging, oh no! Oh, I his hand one. is yeah, so big. Yeah, go to the go to the the fourth one on the second row, Kevin. Fourth on the second. Oh my row. god! 
Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. His hand's not really that big. That's got to be photo. No, it's right. That, no, he's dude. The dude's like the seven. Basketball looks so small. Seven three. Whoa. How tall is he? Seven three. Yeah, I think he's like seven three. So. That's seven unreal. one maybe. Look at this tallie being the tallest he's, of all the tallies. He's gigantic. Man, he's like oh, he's, Tim, he's like your king. Look, he's, he's your king, he's, Tim. He's, he's, he's my seven, king. Yes. Yeah. He's seven foot four. <laughs> seven uh, four. Jeez. Anyway, uh, they have a great fight scene that ends with uh, with John Wick. Uh, well, there's a couple notable moments here. John Wick uh, smashes his jaw with a book and then pulls him over oh. to a table and then puts his neck on the book and then slams his head oh. um, over the book. Well, the jaw breaking, first off, was even was worse. Horrible. The, yeah, the I mean, jaw no. just getting dislodged and the way the CG made that look and it it – it's not that it looks fake. It, it looked a little too believable, and it just fucked me up. I hate seeing how his jaw just gets unhinged. It reminds me of King Kong breaking the, the T-Rex's mouth in that mm -hmm. way. And by the way, Boban Marajavis still plays for the Mavericks, so sorry. King Kong oh, that's breaking cool. that the T-Rex's mouth. King Kong, yeah, and that old King Kong movie, I think the Peter Jackson God, one. God, the Peter Jackson one, yeah, Kong. Yeah. Skull Island. Kong, yeah. Andy, do you think that do you think that his fellow <laughs> do you think his fellow teammates call him John Wick now? Because I would. If you were in a, if any of you were in a John Wick movie, your name would be John I Wick. I mean, that would be the coolest thing. I I would what I, what I hope for is that if you are in the cast and crew of John Wick, you get handed little special tokens. Oh my god. And yeah. you can Ooh. use those at special locations around the world. I, I bet you they cool. throw books at him all the time. Probably, yeah. Oh my god, I was reading a random this is a weird thing. I was reading a random piece of trivia because I was watching the movie SWAT. Starring Samuel L. Jackson, Tim Swat and Review. Don't be a stories. And no, he was saying as a keepsake, apparently, I think either he was offered it or some, someone got everyone like engraved guns, like uh, 1911, like oh, those cool, cool guns one. that you like. Have. And it was like, it said Swat. And, he, and Samuel L. Jackson was like, no thanks, I'm good. I don't want one. But I'd be like, give it to me. That's so cool. Anyway, I'm getting more <laughs> guns for Christmas. We move on. Um, Let's see. Oh, John Wick is bleeding now, so he heads to the Keymaker from uh, Matrix Three to get sutured up, but not before another assassin catches on his tail. And I didn't catch that it was the same actor the first time I watched this. And it's so cool because you have to imagine that Keanu just called him up and was like, "Yo, can you be in my movie again?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Yeah, I got sure. Else to do. That's so cool. <laughs> they have a great scene here where he's like, "I'm almost out of time," and he's like, "Doc," he's like, "I know, I know." He's like, "Doc, we gotta go." And then like oh midway through suturing, he has to stop, so John has to do it himself. And then the doctor's like, they're going to know that I gave you, that that I helped you. And he goes, no, they're not going to know. He's like, no, they're going to know I gave you the medicine, so you got to put one in me. And he's like, put one right here. Before he finishes, John just like shoots him in the gut. Knows and he's exactly like, where to shoot. Yeah. I have one like, issue with this scene. Joey making a great point right They're right going to know. Yeah. I have one issue with this scene. You think if these people are going to know that like, oh, I helped you afterwards, they're going to come check on me. Aren't they also going to know that he doesn't have bullet wounds in his, or bullet shirt. holes in his shirt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that, it Joe. all the time? That's the one thing. My one. I'm assuming here's Joe, issue with you. I'm assuming Joe. He shows up. They show up. He's naked on the ground. Naked, completely. <laughs> yeah, naked. I was sitting there. <laughs> like, get a little blood on the clothes. They're not gonna check for bullet holes, you know. Yeah. He's gonna be sitting there fully naked. You don't think that they're gonna to be like, why are your clothes all bloody, but you don't have any holes? Fine. No. That's Joey too asked much. me. Ask me the question. He's dead. Joey asked me the question. Why? How come I, you don't have any holes in your shirt? How come you don't have any holes in your shirt? I was working out. Took the shirt off. John came in. Shot me twice. 
game some medicine. And then you put the shirt back on. Yeah, it's cold, Joey. I was super cold. I was bleeding out. You get cold when you bleed out. Okay. Yeah, Joey, yeah. Joey, Joey, I think you get warm. This is hundred percent your your bad. You need to fill in the blanks yourself. Okay, come on. You need <laughs> to know on, he Joey. was working out. <laughs> How did I not know with all the dumbbells and workout equipment in the doctor's office? Clearly, absolutely. That guy's crushing, uh, <laughs> rushing deadlifts. Anyway, uh, let's see. John gets chased into an old building, which apparently houses every type of weapon and knife imaginable, and it's right here that I'm thinking well this is probably going to be the greatest scene in a john wick movie yet and i was not Best disappointed fucking scene so uh oh. dj kento hit me up and he was he's he said bake best fake glass i've ever seen in a movie and i was like mm-hmm. what and he's like yeah for continuity all the glass is fake and it's like i had no idea never would have guessed yeah, I think so, I think Corridor talked about it on one of their videos. They did. I, I would have never known. Would have never known. We have. Yeah, uh, I was talking to. Uh, I was in the Squid Squad Discord the other day, and uh, I think Neil linked me to that. It's really really cool. You can also see some of the redundancies in um, the moments later when they're in the glass room Nate. fighting. Nate, sorry, not J- Neil. there's JD Neil and there's Nate. Thank you. Apologies. Um, there's there's some redundant there's some uh, redundancies like reused assets in the scene where he's fighting the the ninja at the end where the the blade goes into the glass and then streaks so yeah. it does a smattering and then streaks and if you look yeah. close like two times later it does it again but it's just like someone andy they just like they just like did a negative 100 on the scale and it like flipped yeah, yeah, it the yeah, other yeah, way yeah. <laughs> You're like oh, that's cool it's, it's weird that they wouldn't have just done two streak effects right I mean, there's multiple, like, but the thing is, you probably, at a certain point, you go, can we reuse this asset, like, two minutes later and see if anyone notices? And when, it, when you watch it the first time, it goes by so quickly, of course. But, like, you, if you're going to sit there frame by frame, you're obviously going to see some inconsistencies like I, that. I, but. I do love how they focus in this sequence on how long it takes to not only build out this weapon, but reload the revolver, right? And you're kind of getting a hint at fighting with what with guns in this area is probably not going to be the smartest call because it's just reloading is going to be a pain in the ass. Um, and the, the, I tweeted about it yesterday, this scene again, I, yesterday was the second time watching this movie because I wanted to wait because I knew we were going to watch this, uh, do this series for interview, but I do the Kevin hysterical can't breathe laughter when I watch this knife sequence. It's the most, it's the some of the most entertaining shit I've ever seen. I think it's so ridiculous and so over the top and so violent, but in the way that I'm just laughing at the violence, I think the final nail in the coffin or rather the axe in the head is the just one of the coolest ways to kind of seal this sequence. It's so good. This whole sequence is fucking genius, man. It just that if I were to tell somebody like what you need to see about John Wick if you're interested in the in the whole series, I think show them parts of that scene and just say like it's a lot of this, but with guns also. And it's just like, it's the one of the most entertaining uh, moments in history I've ever had in you films, prob- period. You could probably just show him that scene and be like, now you've seen John Wick. Yeah. The one thing about this that I didn't need, though, and I totally forgot it was in this, was when he stabs the dude through the eyeball. Oh, I was very like, slowly, oh, that's, a little, very that's slowly. a little too gruesome. I made I myself watch it this time. I was like, no, you watch it, and you watch it. <laughs> you watch it. You watch it. it and it you do better intense. next time. Because <laughs> I hate eyeball um, stuff. You know I hate eye stuff. Oh, everyone hates eye stuff, bro. Yeah, Nobody likes true. eye stuff. If you like eye stuff, you're weird. And yeah. and I don't want to... Well, this movie has two of the know. grossest moments. They have eye stuff and they have toenail stuff. Oh, oh the ballerina oh, toenail stuff. Why? Oh. Well, I don't want to see... I that really see happens, that. by the way. You no, know that I really know. Happens. I know. That's why I don't want to mm-hmm. see it. They mess their so feet up. That's why, I can, that's why my mom wouldn't let me be a ballerina. 
Mm-hmm. That one. and I have the uh, yeah. I can't. I have, I have zero we balance. Should we, should, we should have just left it to you going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, John, of course, uh, earlier prior to this, had put his dog in the cab and asked the cab driver. Which another cool scene where he you just think it's a cab driver, and then he goes take my dog to the Continental and gives him one of the coins. And the guy's like, yes, sir, Mr. Wick. So he knows who he is. Uh, and of course the dog arrives there later and is greeted by Sharon who sees him. And they're like, it's the most endearing moment in this whole movie. He just sees that he like sees the dog and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take care of you again. We'll hang out again, which is cool. Uh, a bunch of people hit John with cars, forcing him into the stables where he murders multiple people with horses. Um, Thank you for we, that sentence. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then we get a high-speed motorcycle slash horse chase. Uh, but when <laughs> who knew that we needed it? Because we did. When the first motorcycle guy gets shot in the face, and his motorcycle crashes, and I'm like, oh, I guess he's gonna stay on the horse. Yeah, he's gonna stay on the horse. Yeah. And then he keeps doing, and it's that it's that total. The way they shoot this is so great, right? Because you're just following John the whole time, and you see the guy bite it. As it's happening, and then you see him fucking just get destroyed in the background as John keeps mm. riding forward. Such a cool way to shoot these scenes. So cool. Uh, and then, of course, the contract, because all this fails, the contract gets upped to $15 million. Uh, John heads to the Russian ballet to visit Morticia Adams, and she's running a dance troupe that I have to assume, and I'm hoping, just crossing my fingers to him, and don't spoil this for me because I know they're not made by the same company, that it has something to do with Black Widow that's coming up. Because this looks like they're training these ballerinas <laughs> oh, slash it, it assassins. That's some red and that's, stuff. It's the same vibe, man. Like Russian so cool. stuff with assassins and like... When they walk in that room and those the guys are wrestling and she's yep. like, uh, memories, having fond memories? Or I forgot what, what the line she says to him. Um, it's really cool little backstory right here. Really Zack cool. Snyder's yeah. Sucker Punch, never forget. I mean, I mean, for Christ's sake. They what got, does that mean? They got Halle Berry and Angelica Houston to be in this movie. <laughs> this yeah, is Angelica like, Houston. Cool. Like, she's a legitimately great actor. I love it. You said that wrong. They didn't get them to be in the movie. They're lucky enough to be in this fucking movie. Fuck yeah. You know what, Tim? You know what, Tim? You're fucking right. You're fucking right. Yeah, I am. Take that, John Houston's daughter. Um, Let's see. John presents the director, which, by the way, I didn't know that for the longest time that I read that in a book. I was like, Angelica Houston is John Houston's daughter? What? Who the fuck's John Houston? He's like a historic director. Like he directed so much stuff all throughout the – well before any of us were born. It doesn't matter. But another fun fact about uh, Angelica Houston, dated and almost married Jack Nicholson. Very, very cool. Anyway. Uh, I do. I do want to ma- uh, do a callback before we get way too far away from it. I just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm fucking cracking up right now. Just thinking about the guy getting all the knives thrown in his back. I just felt oh, so God. bad for him. And I just so, like really wanted. I really want to hear a voice over him. Be like, oh, not another one. <laughs> <laughs> Three is enough. John just kept Four. using him as a human shield. And like, oh come on, this guy will be only five more. Oh my God, a sixth one. <laughs> where does he keep? And he's like, where does he keep getting these knives? And it just widens out and there's just rows and rows of knives. That's the best part by the way the best part is when they realize they're fighting hand to hand and they realize they're standing in an alleyway of knives and they just crack and start throwing at each other so good uh anyway john real quick when when they get tired and i think this is late well maybe later there's a point where they're throwing the knives but they're no longer throwing them correctly so they're stabbing into each other they're kind of like bouncing off and missing yeah they're bouncing off yeah it's so intense well yeah the the enemies are incorrectly throwing them a lot they're just kind of hitting john like side and the handles are hitting him or whatever but it's usually john fucking nailing them it's so sick well there's one point there's one moment where the guy throws it and john does this 
but he's holding a knife and it ricochets off the knife. Oh, so that's that pretty cool. cool. So cool. But I think John, I, yeah, it's pretty cool. I was um, reading a, a thing talking about how there was a lot of, since it's the third movie, they're kind of used to shooting action scenes. Like they have a really good understanding of, you know, how the pacing of a John Wick action scene works. So they would get a bunch of different takes. But uh, in this movie, they used a lot of takes that were not like the intended ones where like mistakes were made because it felt more real and stuff. Like there's one time, like towards the end mm. of the movie, uh, when John Wick's fighting the two Shinobi people, uh, where like he gets knocked down and he kind of struggles to get back up, like that wasn't supposed to happen. But he played it off, and they're like, it worked so well as like a comedic beat that like felt believable in the world. And uh, this was the fight, the knife fight scene was another one of those where they're like, yeah, there was a couple times where things didn't go exactly where they were supposed to, but it fucking looked cool. That's so cool. we're just like, let's just roll with it. I, like uh, and then I'm glad they did because it's one of those things. Like obviously John Wick is this like god of death, but everyone gets tired and like God, he must be so tired and so much. At one point, he gets t- kicked through like ten like glass. Oh I don't god, know I weird pedestal things. But by the way, how mu- did you when we when you see the glass pedestals at the beginning, right? Do you not think, all right, someone's getting kicked through A glass pedestal in the first act goes off in the third. Yeah, it's got to go off in the third. But but the thing is that's so funny to me about him being tired is when you think about these movies chronologically, it's been what? 11 days or something yeah. like he's been getting shit yeah he's been <laughs> shot stabbed like, bludgeoned to this yeah. point it has been like it's well, it was, they, but what's they funny is like weeks though right been weeks I don't think it's at, that at many some weeks. point somebody's like you've been messing oh angelica houston is like you've Eason. been like having fun for weeks but i don't know it doesn't matter really weeks wouldn't well, make I mean, I, that much of a difference for healing like a bullet wound <laughs> But it's it's so it all is so great. Where I mean, obviously, Keanu in some of the later scenes, especially when he goes up against like the the mini bosses, and then and then uh, Mark is it? How do you say his last name? Dukakis? No. Dumas- Let's call him zero. Let's Dukakis. call him zero. Call him zero. Yo. When he goes, he's just markedly slower than those guys, and and they just kind of make a joke about it too, where they like help him up, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he doesn't think he doesn't think Keanu Reeves there. He's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. okay. So, dude, and then starts fighting him again. So many great facts about this. So uh, Martin Dukakis describes his character as being a little psychotic, and he mirrors this in the way that he fights. He has a broken rhythm where he'll be smooth and then suddenly frantic. It's great when you can put so much character into the physical movement. It's like, fuck, that's so true. He totally so did that. Yeah. He won numerous karate and kung fu championships between the age 7 and 13. Nick, how about that? Wow. He, oh, I mean, he moves, he moves very, it. very well. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. these two universes are together. Can you imagine mm-hmm. Daniel Russo going up against John Wick? My money's oh my on God. my money's on the Italian. <laughs> For a die, uh, he's going to die. Okay. So uh, I just Googled, I Googled the time frame thing, and I found a, an interesting uh, subreddit post on the, the John Wick subreddit of somebody saying, John Wick's entire timeline from chapter one to chapter three i love these films and people keep saying the actual timeline of the films aren't that long so i was on night shift and bored so i was like you know what <laughs> i'm gonna find every single clue possible to figure this out tldr the films are set in the mid to late autumn judging by the scenes that we see john wick one starts on monday day one at 6 a.m and ends saturday day six at 3 45 john okay. wick two starts on monday day eight and ends at day 13 and john wick three starts on day 13 and ends uh sunday the 20 on day 22 <laughs> this is just like three karate weeks. kid one through three except like yeah. hopefully john wick doesn't start to look super old 
<laughs> Ralph Macho went from 25 years old to 45 and making those movies somehow. They're no, only five years like apart. A, he looked like a 16-year-old turning into a 38-year-old is what That's happened. Very, very true. Uh, back to the ballet. We're there. Uh, of course, Angelica Houston's character is the director, and John presents her with his ticket in the form of the rosary beads that have the cross at the end of them. Uh, but she says, no, I can't help you. Listen, man, we're, we're under the heights. And by the way, I don't remember them using this term. I think this is the first time they've used it where she's like, we're under the table. Yeah. Which I always thought I was like, that is such a cheesy and very clever way of 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 putting it, right? Because obviously yeah. the the meaning of you know paying someone under the table, you're doing something illicit, you're doing something illegal, which is pretty cool. Uh, but John tells her he is Russian, and he and his Russian is, whew, he says it in Russian, and I got to be honest, I, I owe Common an apology from last week because I gave him some <laughs> shit for speaking Italian, but man. Common <laughs> compared to John to, to Keanu Reeves speaking Russian. I mean, Common must must have been born and raised in Italy for Christ's sake. Uh, but anyway, it works. Wait, and um, was it Russian or uh, Belarus? Is it? Oh, I don't even know. Is, is there a difference? Part of my ignorance. I I I'm, I'm asking seriously. No, 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 I don't no. no, no. I, I, I don't know what, he, don't know what he was speaking. I was asking Joey. Yeah, like, do they speak Bela, Belarus? Like, is that a language or? But yeah, it, you, it, it looks like it might be Russian. Oh uh, no! Official language Belarusian and Russian, so Russian, could be either one. Yeah. The more Very the cool. more I do research, the more it's definitely just pronounced Dukaskus. <laughs> Dukaskus? Not Dukakis. Well, I mean, Dukakis was not spelled yeah. weird. It's spelled adequately. It's spelled, yeah, it's spelled pretty <laughs> phonetically. Apparently, I could have sworn my whole life people were saying Mark Dukakis. Well, because that was is a, that a person is... who ran for president. Mark Dukakis ran for the president in the eighties. Oh, I don't know if no, I don't yeah, know. Only, yeah, What's the Blink one eighty two guy's name? John Mark Dukakis. Hoppus. I don't know. Mark Hoppus. Andy, I want you to know that every time that you've said Mark Dukakis since I've known you, which has been a surprising amount, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. yeah. Always, always thought it was the Blink one eighty two guy. Wait, really? am I wrong? His last name was no, Dukakis. Yeah, Dukakis. Who's the guy that ran yeah. for president? So well, it wasn't Dukakis. Mark Dukakis, was it? Joe Dukakis? Michael Dukakis. Thank you. Michael because Dukakis. Of, thank you. Because of Joe Biden, he goes with Joe Dukakis. No, I was just Andy. I was trying to like <laughs> I, I was trying to get right. the Yeah, I was trying to get the the, the, the connections going in the brain. I was like, Joe. It's a normal, yeah, it's a basic name. John yeah. Michael, yeah. 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 Michael Dukakis, <laughs> former governor of Massachusetts, I believe ran ran for at least the Democratic nomination. That's definitely not why I thought that, because I don't know if I've ever heard that. I, you know, I wasn't up in the politics. Great hair, of Michael Dukakis. Andy, really? Google Michael Dukakis hair. He Holy has some shit. crazy eyebrows too, like some Peter Gallagher eyebrows. Did, like, didn't he have that oh, thing yeah. where it came out that he was like going to therapy, and that's pretty much why, like his why his, his reputation went totally to hell because <laughs> probably that point in time it was like you go like to therapy. That. There's something wrong with you. You can't be president. He's yeah. got them. He's got them. Eugene Wait, Levy somebody, eyebrows. Somebody wants to help you sort out the stra- the massive stress of leading the entire country? How dare you, sir? How- Wait a minute. Is he related to Olympia Dukakis? Shut up, Tim. Pause it. I need to know this. <laughs> Pause, Pause the video, Tim. This. Let me tell you about our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Babbel. Salute, mi familia. That means cheers, my family, in Spanish. And guess what? I know that because of Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. Uh, One of the goals that Greg Miller's been talking to me about for a long time is learning a new language, specifically French, so he can speak to his wife, Jean-Vievre. That's how you say that in, you know, the right amount of Frenchness and all that. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go, unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, which I never, ever did 
well at. Uh, Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Uh, plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. That is very valuable stuff, uh, especially for common. He could have used this probably when he was uh, trying to learn Italian for John Wick Chapter 2. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code MORNING, for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Pause the video, Tim. Pause it. (laughs) I don't don't think they're related. Who's Olivia Dukakis? Olympia oh, Dukakis uh, is a as she's an actress. An actress. She's amazing. She she's was in, in uh, Steel Magnolias. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And among other things. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll look that up in my private time, guys. This is what I. This is what. <laughs> this is what seven o'clock in the evenings for before Andy hits me up to play some uh, some some games tonight. Um, where was I? Of course, uh, she's like, fine. You can you can. I'll I'll send you away. And then they walk through. They're cousins, like, Nick. Sorry. There you oh, go. Oh, that's cool. Hey, I'll take it. But how many Wahlberg brothers are there? Tim? <laughs> <laughs> um, the best part is I'll never remember the answer. <laughs> I don't know. There's too too many. The answer is too many. Too many. Too many. Uh, let's see. Anyway, the director is bound to John because he's a member of her tribe and therefore is owed. Uh, we get a cool moment where she's like, John, you just don't understand the meaning. She's like, every one of my, every one of my people always comes here and they want to get away from the struggle and the pain. And she goes, you don't get it. All life is pain. And we're seeing, she's saying that as the ballerina is peeling her big toenail off of her foot. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad I'm, I'm just a a civilian in this world. Um, And then they walk through and this is so cool. They walk through a little Sambo demonstration. If you're not familiar with Sambo, it's like, it's basically like Russian wrestling slash judo. It's mm. uh, it's really really cool. And they wear for I don't know why they wear wrestling shoes. They wear the the top part of a standard gi or kimono, if you want to call it that, and then shorts, wrestling shorts. And it's cool. kind of weird looking, but uh, the, that these, was, was cool. The, the actual the actual sambo sambo sambo. That's like the sambo outfit. That is that is the when you go to compete in Sambo because some of my guys that instructed me and some of my teammates uh, from my studio went to Amsterdam to complete in like the European national or, or like some one of the, some competition out there and they all had to buy those geese and it's crazy because you get they only come in two colors apparently it's red and blue and I don't know how I don't know if you have to have two of them and you're uh, like shit do I change now if that guy's wearing red and I'm wearing red how does that work um, but either way it's so the choreography here is so that cool flip was I, cool as hell. I mean, there's like notable. There's like a flying arm bar. There's throws. There's all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and these and whoever these two actors were, these two stunt guys were fucking nailed it. They they clearly do this stuff. Anyhow, um, I'll stop geeking out about that. Um, John tells her he wants passage passage to Casablanca, and she's like, okay. So she tears his ticket, and then they brand him, and off we go to Casablanca. Real quick, how cool was it that he's like, oh, I've got a ticket to ride. And she's like, all right, I'll tear your ticket. And then she literally tears it off. I know. And then they, it's cool. Then they ruin his tattoo with the, like, burn thing. Ugh. So cool. I, I mean, just the, this movie's, like, zero fucks given about just, like, hey, let's say, what, what's the coolest thing we could possibly say? And it's like, okay, what are we trying to explain? And they try to take those two concepts and merge them where it's like, he didn't need to say passage to Casablanca. But he did. He said it that yeah. way. And that's what makes John Wick John Wick, where they're just like, we need to, to like, it, you know, he's not gone. 
he is excommunicado. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, so thank cool. you. Thank Nick, you, guys. It's, Tim, it's excommunicado. It's the Lali Lule Low. It's the yep. Patriots. It's mm -hmm. like, it, again, it's all these terms that are so memorable because they're so Metal Gear Solid like. All yeah. of these weird phrases that it, any other ex espionage sort of spy movie or assassin movie just would have used normal terms, right? Dude, but, but we're getting, again, excommunicado. You could just say excommunicated. But no, nope. you no, it's awesome. It's but it, it's also the, the character's name, the Bowery King, Zero, the Adjudicator, the Director, the Elder. These such cool names. Kevin, Shinobi one and two are the names of the final guys he fights. Kevin, you should be all That's my students, awesome. he said to him. They're either they're Destiny bosses or they're Dark Souls bosses. Like all of these <laughs> names are so goddamn or they're just Destiny NPCs that you go get quests from. Uh, it's awesome. So cool. Uh, of course, you guys just mentioned it, but the adjudicator shows up, uh, played by Asia Kate Dillon, um, who, if you haven't seen them on Billions, highly recommend that show. They play oh. Taylor on Billions. It's so, so good in that. Um, and of course, heads are going to start rolling, baby, because this is not going the way of the high table. Um, they're there to adjudicate. Uh, the adjudicator is pissed off that Winston let John walk away. So he, uh, Winston gets seven days to get his shit in order before he is out. Uh, also, they use the phrase under the table. It's the first time uh, a table to describe fealty to the high table. There's so many different. Like, oh, my like God. You're so words. right. I had to Google at least three things in yeah, this so, so many words fealty and uh uh andy said it earlier but it was about the place being like not decommissioned deconsecrated it's all so, cool. so it's so even adjudicator i had to look up and then it's True. not helpful because yes. it just says the person that adjudicates i'm like well, joey, that's not yeah. joey. oh my god <laughs> joey <laughs> yeah joey there's a there's a a boss in obviously the ps5 just came out so the demon souls there's a boss in that game called the adjudicator and it was my Twitch chat that was like, no, it means like a judge, somebody who judges. Yeah. Is like, oh, someone yeah. who adjudicates. That's yeah. cool. Well, don't. It's just... Anyway, but then you should just put that in the definition. You shouldn't just but like say that's, that it's the word There's that so many words like that, though, from. right? Man, yeah. I really misspelled adjudicator in this one. I got to <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my spelling here. Thank God I just watched the movie because if I had watched this movie three days ago, I would see that word be like uh, a juicenator. Kevin or Nick, it doesn't have anything to do with Jew with Jewish people. Okay, you're not. Supposed okay. To, it's not J E W or yeah, J O. I, there's, a, there's literally like an orange juice in there. Some I don't know how I've spelled it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, okay. All of this stuff is completely cheesy, and I love it. It's so great. It's all world building. Uh, the adjudicator then heads over to the Bowery to punish Lawrence Fishburne, uh, and he gets the same treatment. Seven days to be uh, until you have to abdicate your throne but larry gets very high and mighty here and he was like i don't know i'm, I'm lawrence fishbird uh but the judgment still stands john ends up in i love his little like monologues about things yeah. again the way yeah that he, like it's plays the character so, the so good yeah joey like we talked about this in at the end of the last movie we were like hey he's kind of overacting a bit to me it's not enough to me i love yeah lawrence fishburne kind of taking the reins off and the director just being like go all out right we're not trying to do this super serious role you are a cartoon yeah, kind of yeah. boss and i i just love i love the way he sort of uh I, I don't know he's so grand in everything he says every word has like a really neat inflection on it i just love the way he delivers he's his lines. he's fucking hamming it up man yeah they're like great. larry it's time to be on set right now and he's like this is what I live for. And he yeah. gets in there and he no, just goes. Dude, and like, Larry, it's time. It's time is what his response is. 
And then again, I, uh, Chad Sahalski's like, Larry, can we bring it down to a 10? And he's like, I don't yeah. know what a 10 is. No, I'm at 15 always. <laughs> I, watched, uh, yeah. I, I watched an interview with him and, and he was talking about his role in, in this and in the second one. But he was like, you know, he was like, it was true in the second one, but it's even more true now. Like there's the king of the underground. Well, I'm the king of the underground's underground. And what would that guy act like? And I'm like, yep. that's the coolest thing. That like, is pretty cool. freaking cool. Uh, uh, John a, ends up. I have a question about like the punishments because I'm a little bit confused because I feel like what uh, Angelica Houston, the director's character, does pretty bad. But she yeah, only man. gets stabbed through the hands. Why do the other two like get sentenced to death? The adjudicator. Uh, they, don't get, they don't get death. So Bauer, I, I don't think the intention was to kill the Bauer King. I no. think they were just like, we're going to mess you up. Sometimes you got to cut a motherfucker. Sometimes you got to cut a motherfucker. I mean, you cut someone that. cut a motherfucker. You cut someone that intensely. Like, I assume that they thought, I mean, he lost his throne, too. Like, the director lost maybe like 10 people, kept her throne, or kept her, like, business, it looked like. Yeah, she kind of got it. She, she got, I mean, she can't use either of her hands anymore, probably, but whatever. That scene was so brutal. Also, oh, Winston, you think, Winston, um, like they, but I think it's also because the Bowery King was like, no. So they're like, okay, now you have to pay for doing mm. that. So had the Bowery King just been like, accepted the fact. So, yeah, yeah so I think, think he still would have had, he would have been more like Winston, I think, where it's like, you have to leave, but like, yeah. we're not. Oh, I see, I assumed not, they were going to kill Winston too. No, like to I me, thought, to like me, you Kevin, have to leave. To me, Kevin, it was you, you know out. somebody. To me, it was just somebody saying, "Hey, you're not going to be working here anymore. Sorry, you have to give this up. Yeah. This business is no longer yours. You did a great job. It's like a coach of a, for a, a sports team. Like, sorry, we don't need you anymore. We're we're moving in somebody else into this spot. And with Angelica Houston, um, I had read that as kind of the same thing, but. The only reason why she got the stabby hands was because she <laughs> be, because well because like they had to pun they had to punish her somehow right and to her she's like look he uh, he I owed him this thing or whatever right that was part of her reasoning and then um, the adjudicator's like I don't give a shit like you're still fucking over the high table you're still ignoring an order but I kind of see that we're not gonna kill you just stabby hands or whatever with wit with. Lawrence Fishburne, it was way more uh, the the punishment fit the crime because he was helping him quite a bit. But if I was Lawrence Fishburne, I would have been like, uh, that many bullets for slashes. How about just like one slash for the one gun, right? Let's let's minimize. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, yeah. I think I think that uh, Angelica, the, the the director's crimes against the high table were like she smuggled him into another country, which means they had access to killing him probably for a good long while. Could put him in yeah. a room, slowly put poison gas in, boom. Dead. But also, but but the, sure, but but, but, but there's she, like a no. She helped him escape. Where Lawrence Fishburne was like, "Here's a weapon to kill them." Yeah, and I think they see that as two very Seven different things. Bullets. I also like, think that also there's John, something a pencil, a fucking pencil. <laughs> I think there's also something to be said for the fact that they're like that. It's her, it's her tribe, quote unquote. Their words, right? Like John belongs to to to. Like she's his leader, right? He's he's yeah. in their clan, he's in their gang, and so like she is kind of duty bound to help him. So I guess that that might go a long way. Where you're like, well, you know, it, it's always weird, like what trumps what. But obviously, the high tables rule is is, is kind of supreme. But I could understand that a little bit. 
Anywho, yeah. um, John ends up in Casablanca where he goes to visit Halle Berry, uh, but one of uh, their minions decides to attack them, attack him, so they get in a fight. And then um, Yasin comes in and says, stop. And then one of the guys doesn't listen. So then Yasin just straight murks his ass. <laughs> just fucking bah, one shot to the head. Get out, son. Um, turns out Halle Berry's character, Sophia, does not like John. Uh, but you know what she does like, Tim? Giant German shepherds who go straight to the nuts. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to that in just I a little it, bit. Dude. But I even uh, love just the, the introduction scene of them just like always on Wick. Like he sits down and the dogs mm-hmm. are just there kind of just like make a move, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, God. I want to eat so some nuts. Cute. Oh, I just want to pet him so much. Uh, John hey, presents. Speaking, with- of, speaking of dog nuts, I do have it on good authority that Moose is now neutered and he's okay. He's alive. Hey. Hey. So, yeah. Never thought I'd have a clean segue from dog nuts, but thanks, dog Nick. Nuts. You're welcome, guys. This is what I'm here for. Uh, John presents Sophia with her marker, uh, but she she uh, she does not want to help him at all. Um, uh, oh, sorry, I missed the part here. That I, I I I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. He was like, I need your help, and then she shoots him. And he's like, ow, that hurt. Like, she shoots him in his bulletproof suit. And he's like, how do you know it's yeah. a bulletproof suit? She's like, I don't give a shit. Anyway, John, like, John wants to, to talk your marker whatever yeah. right the holder of your marker yeah. is just like i wasn't killing you <laughs> it's so funny anyway john wants to talk uh to sophia's old boss barada uh, for guidance but she denies him uh she agrees to take the job eventually oh excuse me she agreed to take the job at the continental and work under uh the high tables rules but john helped get her daughter out um and she has to and she has to basically stay away from it. it's a whole backstory that we get in about 30 seconds here but it's compelling nonetheless um john helped her kind of i guess relocate her daughter but she cannot have anything to do with her daughter's life otherwise she'll bring all this crap back down on her just like john's brought on himself very um, cool and he's like, do you ever think about seeing her? She goes, every day, but I have to kill that part of me. Sometimes you have to kill what you love. Uh, John doesn't take no for an answer and presents her with her mark anyway. Uh, seeing no other option, she decides to take him and relents. Back in New York, the adjudicator visits Zero. Um, and Andy, this is the part where I started just hey, giggling because I'm like, I know Andy's laughing about this Mark Cascos from uh, Only it's the so Strong. Good. But not Only the Strong movie, but the con- the conversation we had on KFAF with James and Elise about Only the Strong. <laughs> yeah. I just started getting where, where, where my favorite line ever spoken <laughs> in the history of kind of funny was me saying, Nick, you ever watch his only the strong movie with, and he goes, Oh yeah. Capoeira. Absolutely. Look, Andy in the nineties, if there was a new martial art, I knew about it. <laughs> yeah. I had to be that guy that introduced. I was, it was so, it was such, so built into my character that I had to know about the martial art, Tim. I was the kid. I was the yeah. guy on, in, in my friend group. Not that surprised. Knew the martial art thing. <laughs> Take your shoe off. <laughs> Andy, lay on your back, take your shoe off. I'll be with you in a second. Nick, um, how would you learn about stuff? Like, would you go to the library and like be like, Capoeira, how do you spell that? K? No, because no, it, was, it was the only the strong movie. I just The movie the, would I, come out, yeah. I just I love the idea that Nick is the one, you know, you got you got your friend in, in the group who knows a lot about cars. You got your friend in the group like Kevin who's not really good with building and, and tech and stuff like that. And Nick is the martial arts guy. <laughs> There it is. Is that a staple in friend groups or? Oh, oh Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everybody's got a martial arts guy. Oh, I got they a double black belt. I think guy. so. You imagine hanging out, you're all drinking beers, like, hey, so what's new in the martial arts world? <laughs> oh, bro, let me tell you, this is a big movement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Zero takes the job. Time to kill John Wick. He says, I have served. I will be of service, which is a thing that's going to get echoed a lot. 
The adjudicator stops off over at the Russian ballet where, along with the help of Zero and his crew, uh, they they sneak in and they basically just murder every single person. Uh, this is a really cool scene too where like – because these guys are basically ninja and they're like – they're like sneaking around in the shadows. One dude's up on like a like a, a row of lockers, and as the person's running, he just stabs him from the locker. Like, where'd that come from? This guy's come from Locker. everywhere, man. Was Zero like hiding in like the paint for a minute and just like doing the like. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. I really like Zero's <laughs> character. That guy Super is cool. goofy. Yeah, so odd. Phenomenal. Uh, of course, this ends with the adjudicator passing judgment on the director. Um, and pun- the punishment is doled out when she has to hold her hands out and then Zero just goes whack and stabs it. And then he holds it there for like a second longer than I would have liked if this was happening to me. I'd be like, bro, in and out, in and out. Okay, no, you know what I mean, Andy? Don't like, don't don't make eye contact with me and then pull it out. You put yeah. it in, you take it out, then eye contact. That's what I want from now on. Everyone understand? And she says, of course, I have, I have Please, served. I will be no one clip that out. Nobody, nobody <laughs> clip that out. Please. Tim, you know they're going to clip it out if you say nobody clip it don't out. Don't do it. Please, do. Definitely, definitely don't clip out the audio only. Okay. Do We're don't talking about swords, obviously. God, get your yeah. head out of the yeah. gutter. Roger. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know Roger's going to put this I in the stupid recap. And then he's going to be, he's going to put, one. then he's going to put like, I'm going to be just everything I move is just cracking and crinkling and they're going to laugh at me. <laughs> they're all going to laugh at they're me. They're all going to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. They go over. We're back over in Casablanca. Sophia shoves a Glock uh, into her dog's vest, and they head over to see Bronn from Game of Thrones. Good to see this guy still acting. So good. Um, let's see. Uh, John wants to find the head of the high table, and Bronn tells him, "Well, if you want to find that guy, you got to walk into the desert pretty much until you die, and then keep walking." And then Don, and then he's like, "All right, cool, man." And apparently, Bronn works at like a minting factory for the coins, which I thought was kind of a cool little extra yeah, thing. Cool. He's like, "This is the first couple coins that came out of this." Um, but he's like, but I want payment, Sophia. I have hosted your guest, so I want one of your dogs. And Sophia says no, and then he shoots the dog. Um, and then Sophia is Andy. like, now I have to fucking kill you because Kevin, if you know anything about the John Wick universe, joke's not going anywhere. Let it go. You shoot someone's dog. <laughs> those those you five gotta seconds murder there. Everyone that the dog looks like it's dead. Tell me how. What, explain how that how you handled that the first time. Me or Nick. You, you, <clears throat> me. Um, I I knew it wasn't dead. I knew it wasn't. How did you know, man? Good for wearing you. a bulletproof vest. Just Im- yeah, but yeah, like bullet- I, this, is what this idiot shoots it in the bulletproof vest part? That makes no sense. I mean, it's Bron. You know, I don't know if he, this guy's like a master assassin. I think he's high on the table. I don't think it's because of his fighting abilities. I don't think he's like John Wick, where he knows you're gonna. Shoot he's a this Winston thing. kind of character. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, Kevin, Winston's a badass you. with Kevin. a gun, right? I'll be real with you. I thought his brain was fucking mushed, dude. Right? I was so I was so upset. And I've seen this movie once before. But like yeah. yesterday, I was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. Look away. Yeah, I uh, thought this dog was fucking. Cecil was very for. upset with all the sad dog noises. Yeah, Cecil was very upset. Um, of course, John, before she pulls the trigger on Barada, he goes, Don't. He's like, he says, Sophia, don't. And she just bl- and then they it <laughs> pops like off. Vin Diesel. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why he's don't don't. They you shot get, like, my dog. Don't. Since <laughs> he shot my dog, it, and John yeah. goes, "I get it." Uh, and then it pops I, off, like, man. And shout out to shout out to Halle Berry for all this choreography. I think she nails the scene. Fuck yeah, dude. I, I, I didn't yeah, have a problem does. with her choreography. It was the acting, and also I guess the character of like 
her hating John and spitting in the water. It's like, come on. Like, what's what, what's the point of doing that? He saved that your daughter, it move. sounds like. You know what I mean? The fucking, you the owe water, him a yes. debt. Spitting in the water. He's going to have to drink it. Didn't Rude. love that. Rude. Uh, we talked about this scene earlier. I don't know if she hates him or if she just hates the position that he's putting her in. I think that's more. Don't give someone your marker. Thing. Guess what? That's literally what the second movie's about. <laughs> that is the whole point, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but how? everybody thought that he had gotten out, so they had reconciled within themselves. Yeah, I know, but guess what? That's what happens when they have your marker, Joey. Doesn't matter. Because if yeah. he comes back in, as soon as he came back in, she was probably like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this they, doesn't go south. Her, this marker wasn't, he wasn't doing anything for her to, for like that related to him getting out, right? This was something separate. No, no, no. It, no I think she he had given her, her a marker. Ago. She gave him the yeah, marker, yeah. right? Yeah. So she owed him a debt for, it sounded like getting his daughter out, okay. out and cleaner. Out and clear. Getting, getting her, her yeah, out, getting yeah. her daughter out of the bed. I don't know how it all works. We don't get a ton of details on it, but I will say this. I stole the one of Greg Sharpie's cool. one time and I use it as a voodoo doll. I digress. Uh, we <laughs> talked about this scene a little bit where the dogs <laughs> just chomp on people's nutsacks and then one of them scales a fucking 15 foot wall. And the it's fact so that you guys cool. just told me the dog did it for real makes me terrified. I tried dogs. to look for the video and I found a video of it going up like a seven foot wall and it's way less impressive. But I'm going to keep no, looking. There's one of a dog going up a two-story building. That's insane. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> can you imagine yeah, how long Yeah, it turns out like they can. <laughs> we watched oh that God. video recently on Internet Explorers, right, of the dog yeah. running up the tree and jumping. Like, that shit was Yeah, crazy. it was insane. I don't know how they land safely, though. But it was. Yeah. that's a cool, a really cool element of, it, you know, you got to assume while they're making this, the stunt people are like, oh, I got a guy who works with dogs. And this yep. is. I, well, there's some cool shit that we can kind of include in here, and you know the the no. running up the wall trick is cool. How do we implement that into this fight scene? It's it's just really smart and clever. I love Andy, all this shit. It was actually they were like, "Hey, Halle Berry, do you have any skills?" And she was like, "Well, I've got two dogs that are really well trained. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're super well trained." <laughs> uh, of course, when the whole scene's over, they they murder everyone, and then she drives him out into the middle of the desert, spits in his water, and says, "Be gone!" And he gives her her marker back, uh, and then John walks out. Oh. Before that happens, actually, we're back in New York. The adjudicator comes for the Bowery King and makes Zero cut him a bunch. Uh, and this is where we get the what I have to imagine will be go down in history as the most classic line in cinema history ever. Well, sometimes, Andy, you want to finish this line? You got to cut a motherfucker. Absolutely. <laughs> so good, man. It's a line they had Lawrence fucking Fishburne say. God, <laughs> I love this movie. Do you think it's scripted it or do you think it's an ad lib? Oh, it's, I'm sure it's an ad lib. I'm sure. I'm sure whatever he wanted to say, Chaz Dahalski was like, "Good, done, go yeah. for it, leave it in." That's definitely one of the lines where we all laughed, but also the homeless man got a real good chuckle out of that line. <laughs> he really liked that line. Love yeah. that moment. Uh, John is found and brought to the elder, who tells him uh, that he will reverse the excommunicado and lift the bounty if John pledges lifelong service under the table. He says, John, what do you want? And John just says, I want to live so I can remember my wife. And he goes, then you have a choice you have to make. You can live, but you will serve under us. And John said, I will serve. I will be of service. And then John cuts his own finger off. God, I don't. Just the most a hammer and what is it? A freaking, how does he, he just like chops it's it, right? It's a, what's it, it's for what do they call it's a chisel a whole bunch chisel, chisel. thank you chisel. yeah yeah and i'm like dude give me some sort of like again andy if you have to cut my, one of my fingers off like you know give me like a clean sterile scalpel or something knock me out 
do a lightsaber. And then don't cut know. my finger off. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really love the finger thing. I thought it was just like grotesque for grotesque much. sake. Yeah. Well, yeah. the part like the, the, the eye the, stabbing too far. Mm-hmm. The thing about this that I don't like is that now they have to composite totally. out his finger for the rest of the movies. And I'm like, that just seems like a lot of work. That was a choice. It's like, that's what I was talking about earlier about writing yourself into a corner. It's just kind of like they do these <clears> cool <throat> things, but it's like, well, now they're always going to have to live with that, which right. whatever, not the end of the world. It's a fucking finger, but still. I kind of like the symbolism of it, though, because it's his ring finger. And so it's just like really cementing like, hey, the life that he had before with his wife is over Gone. and done. And he is now back in it. So yeah, that's actually that. really good. I didn't catch that, that it was his ring finger. That's really cool. Um, they dress him up in all black, and he heads back to New York. And when he gets to the train station, um, this I don't know why this happens. Like, kind of a little murky here. I think I took my attention off. Why, do, why does Zero's team attack him? Because isn't at this point, isn't hasn't it been lifted? Or are they no, still, I, is there still no it gets lifted once it's done, yeah. Oh, okay. So, there's, so he still has to fight his way through all these people. I'd have been like, hey, uh, as, a, as just a... Uh, condition of this little deal we have. Can you call off the entire world who wants to kill me, please? Because that would be nice. Anyway, John, uh, listen, I just want to, Keanu, if you're watching, John, if you're watching, I manage Kevin, the cuddler, Coelho, Coelho <laughs> and we make a hell of a lot of money. Say that three times fast, Andy. Kevin, Quetteler. the cuddler, Coelho. The cuddler. Ke- the cuddler. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, just for anyone, I'm pulling out of this joke. I'm pulling out of this joke. Guys, you know, for anyone that, that's listening, he doesn't manage me. He is not my... <laughs> Cuddle pimp, as he likes to call it. Off I hours. Have not. I have never again. I have not Holy now, nor have I ever been shit. a cuddle pimp. <laughs> Joey, I swear nor to God, will I have he no, ever be a cuddle pimp. I have no experience as a pimp, as I said at the beginning of this podcast. Listen, and I'll reiterate I, I that. I don't know what you guys do in your off time. We only spend eight hours a day together. <laughs> Joey, you know? we, first off, we all spend 17 hours a day together, and oh, you would I absolutely know. know if I were a pimp. But if you guys want, you can go to KevinTheCuddler.com and see what his rates are. They're very affordable. Anyway, back in New York. Please don't tell uh, me you actually made that. No, no I didn't. Okay. I'm not Greg Miller, man. I don't waste company yeah. funds that badly. Um, they get Boner attacked. Boner John- a lot of traffic. I don't know. Boner Monger. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Bonermonger.com, everyone. Go to it. What was mine? Uh, what- Kevin the like Kevin the, the cuddler. No. Kevin the cuddler. Oh, no, Kevin. before that, there was another one. There's definitely a website. That Someone hit up Greg and ask him. Kevin likes to fart. Is, <laughs> is that, is that really what it is? Like no, no, oh, I don't that think so. Was it was something was Kev, like that. Kev Cud Cud or something like no, that. No, that, that was, was from today, earlier that today. Was today. That was okay. Kev Kev Cud Cud. We were gonna, remember it we were, we were trying to figure out. Don't worry about it. We were back in New York. They start fighting. And then John just does that cool thing where, like, the crowd walks oh, in front of It was with boogers, right? Kevin. Oh, Kevin's the booger. booger. Kevin oh. eats boogers or something like that. I forgot what it was. Yeah, Kevin knows what it is. He's not saying boogers. it. No, I don't eat. I know. I would say it. But no, I don't but it, eat it's boogers. Just something that, of course Tim, not, Greg. It's just something that, or t- Kevin, it's something that Greg just thought of for no fucking reason that has yeah. nothing to do with anything. Of Zero. Course. Wait, are and you Kevin, really not? We've all had a habit a to us. Boner monger? Monger? That's true. That's true. Hey, well, that's 100 percent true, but that's it's but that's coincidence. Boners. Greg didn't know that when he said it. Uh, Tim, please pause the video and call up Greg Miller right now and ask <laughs> him what. I'm doing a lot of work right now. I, I just okay. found out that there are people whose last name is Boogers, and like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, that's, that's, can you that's a tough. Can road. you imagine being a father and then being like, "All right, write down your son's name," and being like, "All right, I'm gonna keep this fucking going." You could change at that point. 
Yeah, literally, you know? Kevin, they're like, you yeah. know, like the doctor's like, you know, you can change the kid's name right yeah. now for free, right? No, I want, <laughs> he's a booger of the Massachusetts boogers. Hello. Greg Miller, you are live on uh, John Wick in Review. We have a very important question. Yeah, I say I'm back. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job. <laughs> uh, so, of course, we have bonermonger.com, right? Yeah. Do you remember uh, what Kevin's website was? <laughs> uh, give me a second i can tell you no you yeah. should remember uh, yeah i'm gonna hang up on you and then i'll join the discord call okay all right bye all right, sounds good <laughs> uh, uh, so right now kevin earlier you're like can you imagine being i forgot what what reference you're making can you imagine being somebody for the first time watching a john wick 3 review from some random internet channel they walked away at this point. Andy, they walked away when you froze, and I spent three minutes trying to be like, he's Berating faking. You. Look at him. Yeah. He's moving. He's moving. Because I really yeah. thought you were faking. And I, I was I super in, impressed. I walked into the living group. Well, no, it was the perfect timing, because you. it was like, all right, we're going live in three, two. And then nobody was moving. I was like, what's happening? Ultimately realized internet's off. I go to the living room, and Barrett's like, I had to restart restart the internet. I was getting really bad upload speeds. I was like, man, the timing was so impeccable there. <laughs> that is so Greg funny. Miller, Hi. we have you joining us in this Discord yeah. channel. I do want you to know before you tell us that, huh? so of course, there's bonermonger.com, but we are also uh, <laughs> telling people to make sure we do not get kevinthecuddler.com. But, yeah. you know, that is just, just putting that out there. Wasn't it? Uh, what was it? It was KKKK. Yeah. No, we didn't want to do that. We didn't want to do that. KKKK. That's bad. That's bad. We nixed that. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to get both just for safety. Three Ks is what Nick said. Yeah. If you want to get. Tim missed some of the most awful Nick being Nick. Because yeah, we're I mean, like, like, will we go? Wow, with- this went somewhere that I don't think is appropriate. I, by no, the way, not at all. I was waving everyone off of this one, but we're right. We're knee back, knee deep back in this terrible joke. Uh, Greg, if you want to buy KevinTheCuddler.com and also get Kev Kev Cud Cud, that'd be great. Please put that in the. Uh- <laughs> were there even guesses as to what the Kevin was? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Kevin yeah. like Boogers. Kevin likes the fartcom or something. Like Kevin that. the yeah. sucker.com is the one we had <laughs> I don't, for him. I don't we understand have Kevin the Why it was called a booger sucker? That's such a rare thing to be called <laughs> well i believe it was about a story you were telling you know this is easily the longest we've gone without talking about the movie we're reviewing <sighs> oh god i tell you what that poor kid that clicked on this one he's in for a fucking roller coaster isn't he <laughs> So am I getting KKKK.com? No, no. no. no we are not getting that. That God. is bad. That is bad. I keep adding the fourth K like we nope. were talking about. We're, no, we're it's KevinTheCuddler.com. Or Kevin Kevin likes to cuddle. That's a good one, too. Kevin likes to cuddle.com. Cuddle pimp. Well, cuddle cuddle pimp. pimp. We're gonna, no, that, no that's Koala. Nick's website. We're yeah, gonna do it redirects the Nick. Cuddle There's pimp. a reason for the bad joke. We're sorry, everybody. It's it's awful. It's a yes, that was not a good reason. It's a terrible, I want no terrible joke. Yeah, terrible joke. I'll apologize right now for it. Terrible, terrible joke. Phrased incorrectly. Did get a laugh though. I want you guys phrased to phrased really are... badly. Yes, no, phrased, Nick, we were all, really badly. Nick, we were badly. all laughing at you. Just, mm-hmm. I need to make that clear to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we were all laughing at Nick. Mm-hmm. I appreciate when Tim's on the show, we bend over backwards to apologize for him on the street. Nobody cares. We're like, oh, that's a stupid one, and we kept moving. You know what I mean? Everybody got the joke. Oh, it's not no, true. No, no, no. I, I mean, was like, we need to move away from this crazy. joke. This is a bad joke. 
Yeah, yeah, we were. Um, all I have context for the booger sucker thing. Jacek huge <laughs> in the chat says that we were talking about those little kid like booger suckers. Oh, the blue, the little and blue spongy why. thing, super important. Oh, yeah, and that's what that's where uh, booger sucker came from. <laughs> like a douche, like um, the oh, you know why? Because we were talking about me it's using earwax. We were talking about me doing the earwax thing where I would I would suck out the medicine. And then, or I would flush my ear with water, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a sure. little, the little." Remember, device. remember that camera I brought up? A best friend <laughs> got- who's like an ear person was like, <laughs> "What? What the fuck? Are we what is this? Back to the movie. We you have to the camera. To he was like oh, for wait, thirty dollars." <laughs> I thought we had a meeting. I thought this was the meeting. This is the show. Oh God! God. I'm gonna hang out. Listen, keep going. All right, sounds good. Uh, I didn't know. Okay, so where are we? We get a cool motorcycle fight that ends with John eating shit right at the steps of the Continental, and Dude. Zero's about to kill him. But John does the "I'm safe" thing you used to do when you play like tag. You no, know? It was, it's the wrestler I, grabbing the rope in uh, in a fucking uh, yeah. wrestling match. Yeah, it's dude. I loved it. I, I love that end to that. Me. But the the scene of all the motorcycles where you see John Wick and then they're flanking him, and there's just like different lines. They so all put cool. the katanas out. It's like holy fuck. This is the most stylish thing ever. It's so rad. Uh, and also, then of course, we, did we skip over the part where the kids just like walk in between them as they're trying to fight? <laughs> Is that this? Oh, part? In the, oh in yeah, the, that was that the, was when they're in the train, train station. station. Thing, yeah. Oh yeah. It's just so like tight. I don't know. I love this, like little weird moments that the two of them have, where it's just like I don't understand the zero character, but I very much like him. He's he's a secret delight. <laughs> secret true. delight. There we go. <laughs> oh man, Sharon uh, stops Zero from killing John because John has that one hand on uh, the sacred ground of the Continental. They head upstairs to wait for the manager, and Zero has a very awkward scene where he sits next to him for some reason way too closely, and then <laughs> I he confesses. Love it. He, he's such a huge fan of John Wick. He's nerding out right now. <laughs> he's the and best, he saying, dude. Yeah. He's like, John, we're the same. And John's like, we're not the same. And he's like, no, man, we are. We're both masters of death. And he's like, yeah, but I'm no, cooler. But he doesn't just up. say we're both <laughs> masters of death. He's like, we're the same. And then he waits for him to almost leave the room. Then he dramatically stands up and yells in Japanese, we are the masters of death. It's yeah, so good. That's pretty awesome. Um, John heads up to the special glass room to meet with Winston, and I love how Winston, uh, he was like, we don't use this room that often, but it's only used when you absolutely need to see what the other person's carrying. Uh, and of course, the whole room is made of glass Under the and table. awesome LED walls. Exactly. Um, and uh, he was like, listen, man, they want me to step down, but I don't want to step down. And so he's like, we got a choice to make. You can kill me right now and end this whole thing, or uh, we can go to war. And the real question is, who do you want to die as, John Wick? The Baba Yaga or a man who loved his wife? And John Wick's like, I'm a man who loves my wife. So he takes a cool gun and they go to war. Um, let's see. Uh, under the circumstances, John goes, have my, have my privileges been still revoked? And he goes, no, we're going to go ahead and reinstate those immediately. What do you need? And John goes, guns. Lots of well, that's guns. all because they deconsecrated. Them, oh, I'm sorry. Right? Yes, that's right. So uh, I skipped this up there. So John sides and then the adjudicator comes and sees this uh, and then says this ground. Everything's gone. Business may now be conducted on the continental grounds. It has been deconsecrated. Uh, and so it's time to go after it. And at first yeah. you're like, oh, cool. Sharon's there just to kind of hang out. No. He's got his own force, too, and they're going to get yeah. guns, too. And he looks cool as shit in the suit, too. Let yeah. him fight. 
um, yeah. and they start armoring up uh, as the first wave of a hundred flash grenades rolls in. Real quick, before that, she doesn't just go like this place is the de- de- oh, Joey, help me out here. Deconsecrated. There we go. She's like, all right, hold on, let me make a phone call. And then like waits in that room for like two minutes while they get the paperwork and they stamp it. And then she mm-hmm. says it. It's just like how silly all the rules are, but I love how committed they are to it. Because like all those moments of like them cutting into their like central office and all the text being sent out, it's just like this is so rad. Keep building this ridiculous world. I love it. Uh, as they're about to go fight this first wave of people that come in, Winston uh, leans over to Lance Reddick and says, Sharon, I know you'll do the Continental proud. And you, Jonathan, do you best. And John goes, what's that? And Winston goes, hunt. So good. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then he says, of course, the titular line, if you want peace, prepare for war, parabellum. And he says it really slow just so you understand. And it basically looks into the camera and is like, that's the name of this movie, Nick. And I'm it. like, they did the oh. thing. Yeah. It is pretty uh, high. See, that's the thing. Is, like, I'm so mad I didn't get to watch these movies in theaters. Like, because the John Wick franchise, number four is going to be fucking awesome. Hopefully, theaters still exist. Uh, maybe the stocks will help them out there. But yeah, can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> uh, turns out the first wave of people coming in from the high table are super armored up. And the only way to kill them is, is with neck shots and shots through their visors and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, there's so a really cool, cool part here that I wrote down where John uh, can't, he can't kill them. But there's three guys, and he's shooting them each so they can't get up so he Slow can down, work his yeah. way out of the area. I'm like, that's such a video game-ass thing you have to do to, like, beat these mini-bosses. Um, John runs back into the vault to get more firepower, and he's followed very quickly by Sharon, who comes in fucking hot. And he's just like, what the fuck? Takes off his jacket, and they kind of look at each other, and he pulls – actually, he doesn't even – he takes his jacket off, lays it down, walks right to the auto shotgun, this. and just pulls one off the wall. And he goes, 12-gauge steel shells armor piercing slams it down on the table and john's like let's get it on all all of this scene is played out so comedically perfect it's so funny it's it's obviously hype right but i love that i love how they play with both of them walking in looking just kind of annoyed with the situation they're not overly you know worn out or like scared or worried they just walk in like all right gotta get better guns i guess Mm mm-hmm and and Winston's sitting there with his with his drink, just kind of looking on, and it's it's played so perfectly. Oh, yeah. it's like the pace the of all dog. this is so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a cool part where John reloads the shotgun real cool. Joe, I don't know if your dad's seen that part, but I would like to know if that's how that's the coolest way to load a shotgun ever. I <laughs> did goes, not ask him about this specifically. My dad's not a big shotgun shooter. Well, Tom's it's getting into really it, man, because they look cool. Yeah, yeah, they look we really have like cool. a bunch Figure of hunting out. rifles for my grandpa, but. Those have, those have so much kickback that they're not super fun to shoot. Mm. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. I just want to say, go. like, shout-outs to the first time we see the shotgun get used when, like, there's just three people and their heads fucking explode. <laughs> explode like, every yeah, aspect of it, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, there's no more head there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, that's at like, one that's point, straight up, like, zombies getting their head blasted off in games. And, uh, uh, the... The shape that takes place of the actual head is always surprising to me because it's always like a weird, <laughs> like absence of a skull rather than, you know, some like rather than a skull kind of getting like beat in or whatever. It's like it's barely there. It's really disturbing. Uh, this is the point where John gets pulled into the uh, little hot tub where the guy shoots the bullet and it goes limp. And then John like 
swims over to him and then just goes pop, pop, like right into the guy's head. And I'm like, I don't even know if that would work, but it really sounds cool really sound cool. Sounds yeah, you're going to be really close uh, for bullets to work underwater. That's a trick. And then as uh, he gets up, a guy's got the beat on him, but Zero kills that guy and says, nobody kills John but me. Um, John heads dumb. up to the glass Seems room. Dumb. Yeah, I was kind of dumb because he just killed him right there. Uh, where one of Zero's dudes uh, can kick him through literally every piece of glass in all yeah, of New York. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's right? Shinobi 1 and 2. Yeah. Shinobi, Shinobi one and, and Shinobi two. Oh well, one of, one of them no, is no, no, the, Shinobi uh, one and two go, are upstairs, right? Because he goes through yeah, two yeah, different yeah. separate people. Oh, does he? So he goes yeah, through two right. dudes here, Sorry. and then he goes upstairs, mm. and then he suplexes those guys. So these guys I I are attacking him. Apology accepted, Kevin. And again, we can we'll figure out. A, <laughs> Don't a, do this. A, a Don't do this on air. We'll just let it go. Let's just let it go. We can make this relationship. You can't negotiate the the cuddle pimping on air. It's not good luck. Uh, if you remember, these two guys die because one of them gets his sword stuck in the glass, and John takes the other guy's body and oh my god, rips his Slices throat across his the guy's yeah. yeah, and then he kills the guy. I forgot how he kills him, but it's in a similar gruesome fashion. Then he heads upstairs, and I believe this is where he faces the Shinobi twins. And I love this fight because these two guys, first off, the two stunt guys are really awesome and they're super fast and everything they do is great and they unfortunately they make counter reeves look his age which uh is a, a feeling that i know all too well um i mean they're old they guys one the of the raid, guys the raid two that's guys. what they yeah the raid yeah. two guys because one of them is from oh, that kanji makes club i was remember kanji kanji club. Uh, being in kanji club from force Star awakens force awakens they're so good and i mean the way the scene the way they knock him down and they have the knives on him and then they kind of get up for a second and they offer him a hand to get up and he takes it. He's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> because and yeah, I, I love it because I feel like there's an honor playing in here. Yeah. They're like, I mean, we're they fighting John it. Wick. They're like, John Wick, He's what been an honor. Hell. It's like, oh. well, But it's that, like unspoken the that they're like, get, let him, let him give him a break for a second. The guy's just fought for 22 days straight. <laughs> That's the scene that was not how it went. How it was supposed oh, to Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's so cool. But it played out so well. Like I love yeah. that, yeah. that happened. Him, him walking in between them, like, oh, <clears throat> like all right, come on, get back into it. Let's, Reset, let's go. Yeah. Uh, of course, then he takes his belt off and whips them with it. Um, God, and then John Strait suplexes both of the dudes through the glass. Uh, and and when they fall down, I like to think that they're not dead. I think they just got knocked out because John oh, like no, looks I, them yeah. and they look at him. And he they're just goes be seeing you, and they go, "Cool, I'm just gonna take a nap right now because that yeah. was a long fight." <laughs> yeah. And then he goes up to fight the boss, and Zero is there waiting for him for the final bout. Uh, Zero gives him starts doing that cool thing where he's like gives him the slip, and John's like, "Oh, I'm losing. I don't know what's going on here." Uh, and then John takes a uh, Zero sword and cuts him up, and then gives him the slip, and then he cuts Zero's fingers off, and you're like, "Oh, that seemed gruesome." and very very uh, brutal and then he does a cool like flower sweep takedown so he can get better leverage on him so he's got zero on his back and he's on top basically in kind of a mounted position and then he just slams the sword into zero's chest and you're like wow surely he's dead there but then we get a scene later oh, where God, he pops up <laughs> and he's like he's like hey john that's a pretty good fight right and john's like yeah <laughs> and he's like i'll be seeing you john i'll be right behind you i'll catch up to you and john goes no, you won't. And then Which the I guy just dies. Really douchey move. Kind of yeah, a shitty thing to say. John could have just given it to him. Like, Give him a okay, sure. Bit. Yeah, you will. Yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, a, he's a fan, right? He at that said, point, it's the, yeah. at that point, it's the celebrity it's the being like, no, no more autographs. No more autographs. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, no, just give him a little, like, a little selfie with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, hold this, on one more time. I just go got to talk it. about how much I love Mark's character. Like the fact that he's like, don't worry, don't worry, John. I'll be fine. It's just, it's so endearing how much the psychopath yeah. is just 
for no reason just upset well, i guess because john's fucking cool it's kind of cute but he's it's also cute. cool yeah um, i think it's really cute I, yeah. during during this fight scene though is where i started to kind of feel exhausted watching the movie and i think i think these last few fight sequences last like 10 percent too long they're yeah, just a I'll little agree. tiny bit too long where i i was kind of like all right, when are we gonna wrap this up? Like this is this keeps going, and and I'm I, I kind of wish it ended, you know, two three minutes ago, but it it just it kind of kept going a little bit. Super super good, all great stuff, but I don't want that much of great. Almost stuff. too kinda, much it, of a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, in between those scenes, I forgot to mention that the adjudicator calls down to Winston uh, and suggests a parlay, which is a word I only know, Tim, because I watched it. In Pirates of the Caribbean, when they say it a billion times, and I'm yeah. like, yep. it wasn't it wasn't funny then, and it's not funny now. Funny, uh, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> no point was like, yeah. like, hey, that's a comedic feat. <laughs> where where is the line that that Keanu Reeves kind of kind of does the callback line? Because I'd been working on the impression for a while of where, where they're like, Johnny, you know what has to happen, and he goes, rules, consequences. I've been working. I'm sorry, guys. I've, I've been trying really, really hard on this. <laughs> it's hard. It's yeah. harder than you think, it's right? Hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Yesterday, I was fucking nailing rules. No, no, hold on. Rules. Yeah, Consequences. Some... That was good. Can now. you give me some you're Owen Wilson at the end of that, too? So wow. <laughs> there it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Winston and the adjudicator chat up by that really, really cool outdoor fireplace, and they mm. cut a deal. We our high table and Winston replies, we, and we are New York city. And then Winston, uh, proposes that they, uh, that he gets to keep his power under the table. Uh, and he shows in, and, and then the adjudicator says, Oh, you were just showing strength. Uh, so you can keep the continental. And Clever. Winston's like, yeah. And then the adjudicator says, what are we going to do about John wick? Uh, and Winston says, Oh, he has to die. And Winston shoots him off the side of the building, and he falls a comically far away, banging into literally everything on the way yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, he's dead. He's got to be dead, right? Uh, the grounds of the Continental are then henceforth reconsecrated. The end. End of the series. That's it. No, nope, really, just kidding. Really didn't like this. The end of it. I didn't either. No, nah, is... just kidding. Uh, Mr. Wick is gone. The adjudicator team can't find him out on the street. And uh, they say, for both our sake, uh, I hope you see to it that the situation is taken care of. And then as uh, the adjudicator walks away, Winston says, Baba Yaga. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> uh, but also you kinda of, man, am I wrong? You kinda of get you kinda of get the, the 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 feeling that Winston didn't really want him to die, right? You're kind of happy I, that he's yeah. No, I, I, mean, I was surprised I earlier that you brought that up because I totally didn't even get the read that there was another option. I thought that he very clearly was saving John Wick in I a dumb way. Too. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't just even, feel like I didn't get to read that he was attempting to kill him at all. It was there was no surprise? Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Cool. So I so I read that correctly. That's that was no, my. I, that was but my I mean, here, like here's the thing. I just don't like that. Seems like there was no plan. It seems like they had a conversation in the vault that was like, "Hey, once we go to this parlay, I'm gonna shoot you, and you're gonna fall 20, 30, 40 but, stories, Kevin, um, and then figure that out because that's your way out." And John was like, okay. And John's like, is happened. there a better plan? Mm. Yeah. And he's like, no. And see, Andy, what you're missing <laughs> here is. Can we be on the ground floor? How about second floor? <laughs> I, I, Kevin, don't think, I, I don't think that conversation happened. I think, I yeah, think it either. was just, I think it was Winston's idea of being like, 
this He'll is the fine. only way this is the only way to get you out of here or else like if i don't fucking shoot you in the head and like if i don't do this i'll have to shoot you in the fucking head in front of her you right. know she's gonna want to see death and clearly this is violent enough where any human being will <laughs> break every bone in their body and be left there for rats to eat because you're fucking gonna die right I, I just I think the Yeager. weirder part is that the adjudicator is fine knowing that John's body isn't there and doesn't ask any more questions or like it's follow dumb. up on that because they're yeah. such like a hard ask for rules yeah. that it's weird that that's where they're just like cool I'm gonna let this slide and I'm done I I, I feel I like think that's weirder than the Winston stuff that's true Joe the, the, I feel like with the hard, being a hard ask for rules kind of applies yeah. to the doctor being like they're gonna know I told you where the medicine was yeah. like. There's such a stickler. And for all that I would assume the adjudicator's ass is on the line if the high table finds out that like Absolutely. John Wick's body was just well, gone see, and they didn't follow up on it, right? See, so that's how that's how I read it, right? Where I read that um, they were both a little like, let's just get this taken care of because we've, we've caused so much shit and the problem's still not solved. That now the adjudicator's like, uh oh, like maybe someone's going to come and 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 uh, and take me out of my position. Who adjudicates um, the adjudicator? Exactly. Tim. <laughs> Tim. Uh, you have been adjudicated. Uh, we see Jason Masukas, of course, uh, wheeling John uh, up to the Bowery King, and then he dumps him out in front Tim of him. And, and Lawrence Fisherman, who's all bandaged up, is like, how you doing, John? You look as bad as I feel. Raise a hand if you can hear me. And when John raises it, he goes, oh, shit. It took one of your fingers. <laughs> it's so good. And then uh, and he's like, I'm done with all this high table he shit. the other finger up, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, that's right. He goes like this, and then he goes, ah. Uh, um, and Bowery King says, I'm done with all this high table shit. I am really pissed off. You pissed off, John? Are you? And then John struggles to his hands and he looks up with his face covered in blood and he says, Yeah. That's so good. And that's it. <laughs> I, mean, I like, love that part. I love I, the I, end there. Come I on, mean, like that closing moment. I'm yeah. sitting here watching TV and I'm just like, this fucking movie's the best. This franchise is incredible. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love I love it, man. It's so good. And you you want to watch part four. You can't wait for part four. It's gonna be more of this dumb bullshit, <laughs> and I can't wait. It's the best. Hit me with it, Andy. I was looking for the drum machine, but I don't have it. Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your review in haiku form, just like Samuel Griffin did, who writes in and says, loved this last week, so I thought I would try my own haiku plot summary. Just in the first act, throwing knife tag and horse foo. I'm thinking he's back. Okay. Second act attacks, seven cuts to the Bowery. Now the dogs fight back. The final act fucks. Winston makes a huge <laughs> mistake. What can't John Wick take? Be seeing you in review crew. Like that. Uh, like that a lot. I like when you guys be seeing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let me get some more here. Radio Proxy says horse kicks to the head, pin cushion, knife in the eye. Need guns? Lots of guns. And then Miscellaneous, the inventor of the haiku plot summary in review, comes back saying, six o'clock, of course. The hunt begins. No remorse. Murder. Horse. With a horse. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Catwoman and Wick have a meeting with a prick. Dog, chews on his dick. Yep. 
Sure does. Right to the Now, dick. don't get me wrong. This shit slaps. I could go on. It just felt too long. So they're going a little bit with what Andy okay. was saying. Okay. And uh, the last one, Black Jack writes in and says, Wix murders, more cruel. Broke all the high table rules. Vengeance is new fuel. I like it. I like it. Beautiful. There's some good ones this week. Ragu motherfucking baggy what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome to rad guys talk bad guys here for john wick chapter three parabellum uh so far the rankings are santino aries and common from the second movie uh followed by yosef vigo and dog killers all around the world where do we want to put i guess the adjudicator and zero oh i'd say zero not the high table? No, nah. we don't really. We don't well, really know them yet. Like that, that be What about the yeah. elder? What about the elder? Where is, is he's he not really cool a bad guy. Man. Okay. He's a cool guy. Pretty cool sure guy. he's like the, Hang out with like him. the, the boss. Of he, got, he got John back on his feet, man. Look, but he's not fighting I, John, so I don't think it I counts. feel like the adjudicator, very, very strict. Hard to, you know, like, the not hard messing ass. around with the rule. Yeah, hard ass. And Zero, I fucking adore Zero. Everything yeah, Zero too. does is hilarious. The scene where he sits, I've done that so many times to uh, to, to uh, Tim. Sat right next to him, right next to him on a sofa that's totally open. Like, I, I've encouraged it's threatening. that. Yeah, it's yeah. Threatening. yeah, Nick loves it. He sits in the corner, giggles, points. It's great. <laughs> I, go, I go with, man, I, dude, I'll go with number one here, honestly. Good, good. Really? I would say so too, actually. Yeah, I like, the, I like these I, two. I think they do a great job. I think this has because the like idea of villain is so murky compared to the other two. I think it's the weakest because I feel like there are way more clearly defined villains in the first two than there is in this one. Huh? It's it's interesting. We're all kind of in different places because I think that this is the most defined villains of them, but I think that that makes them the least interesting because it kind of just feels like, hey, right, here's the bad guys. And like they had to come up with uh, reasons of like who would be chasing him up oh, the adjudicator. And again, all cool stuff. It just doesn't feel as fresh or, or original as like it did before. So like to Maybe me, because I, it's like this fighting against the system versus like having assassins. a beef with like a specific yeah. person that and I'm I, not fighting with. I, I'm kind of with you there. I love, I do love Zero, but again, this goes back to what I said earlier of like bits and pieces of each one. Like certain bag, I don't think that any movie has a great main villain and sub villain. I think that in between, there's like hmm. what everyone has a better and worse of each, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I guess I would put this probably at, I mean, I, I definitely think it's better than Chapter Two. So with that, I think it's better than Chapter Two, worse than Number One. But because of how this ranking is, I'd vote them Number One. Okay, the ranking stands: Number One, Zero, and the Adjudicator, uh, Santino, Aries, Common, Number Two, and then Yosef Vigo and those son of a bitch dog killers from all around the world. Uh, that's it for that. And now it's time to rank John Wick. Currently, number one is chapter one, and number two is chapter two. Andy, start us off. This is rough. This is so tough, man. <laughs> this easily is What's one of the toughest process? ones. Because, I, I, I mean, I just think back to all the other interviews where I think this movie does this better, but this other movie does this better. And they are so equally balanced, I think, where I think this movie's weakness is... Probably a little bit too long, and I think about the fight sequences that were better in the other movies, but then I think of the knife fight here. It's so goddamn tough. I, I, oh 
my gosh, how can you put it over number one though? Setting up the world in the way it does. I'm gonna put this at. I'm gonna put this at number. Man, I'm gonna put this at number three. Now that I think of it. Wow. 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 I'm gonna put it at number three. I feel like we come to these movies to watch action and awesome like choreographed stuff and this movie delivers and it's crazy because one of the biggest choreographed fights that we see john isn't necessarily like the the attention isn't 100 percent on him you know it's divided with halle berry and the fact they can do that and it's still and the dogs lo- and the dogs so some respect okay well all right and I, and I, w- I will say i think you know? i think the i don't think the dog stuff is as interesting because I love the choreography of the fast shooting, shoot the knee, shoot the head, shoot that guy. And we see that it's more of that here as well. Like in part three, we get more of the stuff that I loved in part one and two. And I feel like the, I, I don't think the knife fight scene can push part three above part one and two. Um, and I, yeah, I just, Fuck! I like the villains of this. I'm putting it at number three. I'm 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 not God, being wishy washy about wild. this. That's wild. That's wild. They're I... all fucking good though, man. They're all really really damn good movies. Yeah, but like, wouldn't you say this one's the best? Because it sounds like that's not what you're saying. <laughs> no, yeah. it kind of sounds like you're saying it's the worst of all three yeah, movies. Yeah, it sounds like man, I can't believe it. I'm yeah. blown away by this. Yeah. So, Kev, keep going. Uh, I mean, I think this is the this is number one in my spot. I again. I'm not coming to watch these movies because I think the story, you know, is is phenomenal. I I do like the lore, and they they keep building more lore on every, in every movie, uh, like introducing the elder and now them going against the high table and the Bowery breaking off. Anyways, um, but I like I, I, we're here for the action, and this movie is nonstop. Does it go too far a couple times? It does, but like I I kind of feel like it needs that just to be like oh like. This isn't just cool. People are like getting terribly fucked up. Look at this guy slowly get stabbed in the eye. Um, so I, I don't know. I just this movie is so good. I want to watch it again. Joey, um, I'm more aligned with Kevin. The <clears throat> it's really interesting to hear you say like I think there's two really good movies between these three because I do feel like it's so hard to rank them because they all have different weak spots and different strong points. Um, but the way that they expand kind of like the high table and all of that stuff, I think is really interesting in here. And the knife fight scene with the takedown of like them trying to hold down the continental, um, plus all the cool horse stuff, I think kind of solidifies and the dog, like, yeah, I feel like they have so many just individual fight scenes that have their own twist on them that are so memorable that I think this is my favorite. Yeah, for me, like I was saying earlier, it's like I I I love the action in, in three, and I think that it is the best of the series overall for quantity of fights and quality of the fights. Uh, but I disagree with Kev in the sense that I do watch these for the lore and the story uh, just as much as the the action stuff because one set me up to expect that, and um, I was disappointed when two kind of like led it astray a little bit, and like I think three is now left with my least favorite of the story elements because they're now playing within that world. Um, and the biggest thing for me that Real I would quick. probably put this one lower. Mm-hmm. I, I I do think that the lore building continues to be great. It's just the story aspect of which I feel like is weakening and having those moments like the second where the ending is kind of like, oh, I don't know if I like the, the decision making makes sense, you know? 
So like mm-hmm. I think the lore continues to stay strong and even like they're giving us more stuff and more context for things. Yes. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think it's just like it's it's getting messy and it's getting to be a service to the cool things instead of being in addition to the cool things and adding in that way. And uh the, the way that two ends, despite the choice to get there, is unfuckwithable. And I don't think any of these movies can ever possibly top again. Like him walking and all the assassins coming after him, it's just like that leaves you fiending for the next movie in like a way that is just insatiable. And you know, the way this one ends is kind of like, all right, all right, that's I'm excited for the fourth for sure, but it, it's definitely not nearly as hype and, and interesting to me as uh, the ending of the last one. I, I think that two is the best of these. I think two is far from perfect. I think they're all far from perfect. Uh, but while I disagree with this ranking of one over two, I don't think that I could put three uh, above two in any way. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put it Damn, last. We put one over. Damn. Two. I thought it, I thought two was one this whole time. I don't know why. For me, I'd, my, my ranking would be two, one, three. And it's close. It's very close. But yeah, anyway, for this, it's last. Nick. I mean, it's tough. Anywhere this goes, I'd be happy with it because there's part of me that thinks this is. I mean, this is just the best as far as the action sequences I'm concerned. But yeah, like it's not. There's not a ton of story in it. We do. We do get a little bit more of the world here, but we're not getting that broadened world. Like two opens up the whole world to us, and that was such a cool moment. And I'm obviously going to be a sucker for one because one is this nice, cool, like smaller tale that just sets up everything. And just, I mean, the first time he goes to the continental, you're like, this is fucking so cool, and I want to see. It. And then he goes to the room, you're like, hey, guess a room there, it's cool. <coughs> um, so part of me thinks that, that three should be number one. I could, I could see it anywhere. I do think it's a little bit better than two, just because the core, the core of these movies are the action sequences, and I think this one does it better than two. So I'd probably put it at one above two. I'd put it in the middle of the movies. Um, but we should vote. So let's do the Man, vote. I, I I really thought it was two one. I thought I thought part two was. I I, I obviously don't listen while we do this show because I was thinking <laughs> I was about to go. You know what? I changed Join my mind. Club, Andy. I think it's two three one. I changed my mind. I think it's two three one. <laughs> and so wait, where do you like, rank now, it's Andy? Not. Uh, I I think this movie like well I'm with Tim in the same boat where it's like I think it's better than one, but I don't think it's better than two sort of mentality. Uh, so it's still down, beca- huh? it still stays last for me, I guess. So voting, who thinks it's better than John Wick Chapter 2? Raise your hand. Kevin, Joe, and Nick do. Who thinks it's better than Chapter 1? Raise your hand. Joey and Kev do, which means the final ranking so far, John Wick Chapter 1 at number 1, John Wick Chapter 3 at number 2, and John Wick Chapter 2 at number 3. All really fucking fun movies. I love that this franchise is a thing, and I love that it's going to continue yes. with Chapter 4. And I hope that Chapter 4 has a fucking awesome subtitle. That'll be the first miss if they don't do it. Absolutely. Don't go back really, to the old shit. I, I don't know where I started thinking about, you know, uh, again, I, 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 was criti- I was critical of Keanu Reeves' acting prowess early, right? Like, I don't think Keanu Reeves will ever win an Ooh. Oscar. I don't think he's a phenomenal actor, Joey. What's going on, Joey? How dare you? John Wick Chapter 4 Resurrection? Yes. I think is what it's called. That's oh, perfect. That's cool. That's perfect. So, so let it's me get back so to cheesy just, and so and just so really, really quick. I, I don't think uh, you know Keanu Reeves will be winning any acting awards anytime soon, right? It just his delivery is just kind of wonky, but that's Keanu Reeves, and we love him for it. And then I thought, but no other. It doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. No other actor could be John Wick. I guess Keanu Reeves. This isn't a Bond situation where we can pass on the torch and have somebody else be John Wick. No, man, like. He's fucking John Wick, and uh, I, I just, I love him for it. I love him for it. So if you all took that as criticism and you want to, like, you know, shit in my mouth, I get it. I understand. 
Shit in his mouth, guys. Yeah. We will return eventually for John Wick in review for John Wick Chapter 4 Resurrection, which I'm going to say it. Not a great name. No. Not a great name. No, Add some fun to it. Resurrection Auto or some shit. Come wow. on, man. Wow. Jeez. We'll be back next week with more Edgar Wright in review and Indiana Jones in review. Until then, love you guys. Andy. I'll be seeing you. That was good. <laughs>